0: Today's episode of Frightmares is sponsored and hosted by GRP Studios. Located in Longwood, Florida, GRP has served the Central Florida area since 1974. They provide quality audio and video services from simple projects to more complex shoots. Check them out at www.grpstudios.com. Welcome to Frightmares episode 13. I'm your host, Austin Proctor, and sitting across from me is Mr. Corey Johnson. Hey. We are doing paranormal, ghostly, entity types of movies today. And we've got... One, two, three, four, five... Six. Six? Five. Can I count? One, two, three... Six. Okay, I can do it. I can do math. <laughs> um... So we're going to get into all of that. I was going to talk about my Loot Fright crate that I ordered, because I ordered a year subscription, and I thought it was coming in today, but I guess it was the... Because I used a promo code for 35% off, and they were going to give me like extra free shit. So I guess that's the shit I got today, because it came in a black bag and not in a crate. (laughs) So...
1: Not even a box.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It came in a black bag. So I guess this is just the extra stuff that I got... When I use the promo code, and I got a pretty shitty shirt, a Venom shirt that looks like a five dollar not like you said the five dollar bargain bin Hot Topic shirt doesn't look that great. Um, I'm not really a fan of Venom. I, I if I would have liked the shirt if it was cooler, but it's kind
1: of not that great. The the Venom is written in uh like thrash grind metal. Yeah, it's tree like tree branch. Yeah, Text. it's like the like yeah, like death metal like where you
0: can't read the name of the band and Venom is like this. Um, oh, there's his f- okay. I okay, I didn't see his I didn't see his face. I thought he was just a blue fucking blob. Okay, there's his okay. That's okay. It's a little bit cooler. I didn't see the fucking eyes in the face. I literally just saw like a blue body with no face and was very confused. Okay, so that's slightly cooler. Um, But I did get this sweet alien pen. It's the uh, face hugger, and it's kind of got its tail wrapped around its body. So that's pretty cool. And then I got a pen that I already had, and then I got a Galaga pen. So I guess they were just like, we're going to give you all the spare pens that we have and this mediocre shirt. So I guess when I actually get my Loot Fright, I will uh, open it up and we'll... Tell you what I got and then I'll post all the stuff to Facebook. I'm definitely gonna post this pen to Facebook because it's pretty sweet.
1: Now the shirt looks like it may glow in the dark. If it glows in the dark, I, I will like it like a hundred percent more. Just, because... just just because that's a really odd color to put on a black shirt. Yeah. It's it's sort of like uh like a powder blue purpley ca- type yeah, of color.
0: It's super weird.
1: On a on just like a very dark black shirt, so. Why those colors would be put together, I have no idea. So I'm, it, I'm hoping it, it may, might glow. I will keep you posted, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you know if it glows in the dark.
0: So yeah, uh, and then when I do get the real one in, I'm going to do like a Facebook Live and I'll, I'll open it up and show you all the cool shit I got. It should be here between now and my inevitable death. Uh, I don't know why it's so late. They emailed me and we're like, it's, it's problems. It'll be here like in May, even though like it's supposed to be here in fucking April. So get your shit together, loot crate. Every time I've ordered from you, it's always been late. Like, I've ordered two other boxes from them, and like, okay, it's, it's going to be a couple weeks late, and then it shows up like two months later, and it's like, is this what happened? You said you got one, and it came two days early. Like, what the shit? Well, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I got my stuff on time, I would love to have a sponsorship through them, but they are always fucking late. It's so frustrating. I mean, they do have good content, but, you know, get it here when you say you're going to get it here. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox of ranting about loot crate. Um, okay, so yeah, like I said, we've got six movies to talk about, all kind of in the paranormal ghost entity. We actually have one called or is, you said it was just entity, it's right? It's just entity. Just entity. We got that confused with the entity. I, go figure. Um, so yeah, we are gonna kick it off with one of the classics that I, I, I love this movie. It's a great movie. Poltergeist from nineteen eighty two. You wanna go ahead and kind of I'm gonna let open you go up? ahead because you let me? Oh yeah. shit. Okay.
1: Oh, but goddamn, this movie is so good! It's so good, and so good.
0: I had uh, I hadn't watched it in a while. I I, I bought it for uh, I actually purchased it last season of H H N because that was a house last year, and I was like, okay, let's let's rewatch it so I can kind of get back in the you know the headspace of Poltergeist. And I think I've watched it like three or four times since I got it. It's just such a great movie. You know, it focuses on a family, a uh, family of four. I think it's they have a son and a daughter, right? Or is it? It's. No, they have two daughters it, and a son. Yeah, so yeah. it's a family of five. And just, shit just kind of starts happening. Like, little things here and there. Like, the chairs are moved up on the table. And then, at one point, they set the daughter down, and she, like, scoots across the yeah, floor. Yeah, and at
1: first, at first the, uh, the poltergeists are, like, being all cool, bro. They're like, oh, yeah, we're, like turn away look back oh chairs no, no, yeah. chair, chairs are on the chairs are on the dining room table okay cool set this on this circle it's going to move to that circle yeah. like it's almost like the ghosts are doing tricks for yeah. them yeah and it's it's and kind it of like off playful real cool like yeah. everybody's super chill about it it's funny too cuz the
0: um i think Joe Beth Williams plays the mom and she's like freaking out over like everyone scooting down the hall she's like this is so much fun and you know of course it takes a, a complete turn the other way shit starts getting violent you know you have that whole tree sequence with the the sun where the tree just lunges into the room and grabs him and then tries to eat him yeah tries to eat him and i mean i, I don't know if i don't know about you but if i that happened to me as a kid i think i'd be traumatized for the rest of my fucking life
1: if that fucking happens also you kind of know that's going to happen based on what that tree looks like when they first show it because it's a big ass tree with no leaves yeah it's really fucking creepy looking yeah it's It looks like it's it's a villain in a kid eater. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, you have uh, this family
0: basically going through the like just some deep dark shit with entities and. It gets so bad that they call in paranormal investigators and they're like, oh, yeah, we we see it. We had like a time lapse of like seven hours where this car moved from here to here. And then they open the bedroom door to Carol Ann's room and shit's just flying around. And they're like, oh, fuck, this is like real shit. I yeah. love that scene because they're like, oh, fuck. So they go downstairs. They try to capture it on camera and the graph or not the graphics, but the CG work in that movie. We we're talking about this right before we went on air. It is fucking good for the '80s, like when yeah. the hand comes out of the and TV in the early '80s, '82. Yeah, and we were trying to. Did you end up finding anything? No, no. We because uh, we were trying to figure out if it, what what did you, what were you trying to figure out if it was done
1: if it was done like if they if they redid it later on like in the early two thousands or yeah. whatever and then. Put it back on streaming because George Lucas is notorious for this. Well, yeah, he he, (laughs) he would he would make his movies. The effects would be kind of shoddy. And then when technology came out to make the effects better, he would go back and put it in the movies and so, I,
0: I can't stand that because he ruined 4, 5, and 6 with those derpy fucking characters. That, like, they just did not match at all. Well,
1: and, like, one of the most infamous scenes is uh when they are... Todd um, and Greedo. No, not even. Oh, okay. When they are... When they have the funeral pyre for Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Uh, on um the forest moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. And Luke looks over and he's only supposed to see... um Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan and Yoda Yeah, and then And now when he looks over He sees young Anakin Yeah, fuck that That made me so mad So like, uh, And that was also an 80s movie Yeah
0: Actually, it was a 70s movie I think I think uh, A New Hope was 78 Yeah, so or 74 or something I'm not sure But yeah. yeah, it's still around that time Where that George Lucas did that you So know.
1: some of these effects In Poltergeist You're like These are like Uncomfortably good for the 80s I mean, but they
0: they don't they don't look as shoddy as what George you know they don't look because like you like I said you can tell when you watched four five and six what is added in and they feel like it was I feel like they just did it I feel like they just did it in the eighties
1: and and you know, it looks they, pretty good they and they <laughs> might have like the practical effects okay yes those are eighties practical oh, yeah. effects absolutely but they are damn good eighties practical yeah. effects but like there's a scene wh- uh, where um the mother is trying to get into. Yeah, caroline's room oh okay and there's like some demon ghost giant dog thing that comes out of the door and, yeah and, and just... her it. yeah and i'm oh, like that, thing. Yeah, that yeah, okay. thing yeah yeah i know what you're talking about and yeah the, i'm like that's really good it's cgi really good. for the 80s like so that was just my only thing was did they go back and add it later or make it cleaner yeah but I. I don't. Yeah, I was, I'll never
0: I, know. I was not alive in '82. I couldn't have seen it then, so I don't know if anybody knows. Holler at me. Let me know because yeah, you're right. They are s- like super good for the '80s. But then you also do have that scene, like I was telling you earlier, uh, when they open the door for the first time, the paranormal investigators, and see everything flying around. There's a lot where I'm like, okay, yeah, you can clearly tell that that is definitely '80s because it's pretty bad. But even still. Nonetheless, overall, the, the, the effects in that movie are great. Like when there's the, the entities come down the stairs when they're recording it and they can see it. Oh, those, yeah. Like, I was
1: just like, holy shit! This is super good. The uh the face peeling scene fa- is still fucking holds up. Still holds up to this day. Ten out of ten absolutely. would watch that scene <laughs> on loop for like twenty minutes. Yeah, now, <laughs> <laughs> now of course you can absolutely
0: tell it's a dummy, but I mean still when he's ripping it off and the chunks of flesh are falling into the sink, it's like, yeah. oh dude, that's brutal. It's oh it's so good. I do okay. Speaking of that scene, real quick, when uh because that's one of the paranormal investigators, he's kind of wandering around the house. He's like going into their fridge,
1: he like has a chicken wing. In his mouth. Chicken wing. And then he just grabs, like, the one piece of steak <laughs> Which, that is uncooked. <laughs> and he's just going to cook a steak on the stove at, like, 3 in the morning. When everyone's
0: whispering in the other room, they're like, okay, everyone's sleeping. He's like, no, fuck this. I'm, and by the way, the steak wasn't wrapped in anything. It wasn't on a plate. He just pulls it out and slaps it on the <laughs> counter. Like, dude, could you stop raiding my fridge? Full? I mean, I, I know you're here to do work, but come on, man. I did love that scene. I thought it was, I, I was laughing. Like, it, it, like, was,
1: it was quite humorous because I'm just... And I saw it and I was like, I completely forgot about that scene. And I'm just sitting there like, (laughs) What are you doing? Like, come on, man. You're on the clock. And it's funny. Yeah, you're on the clock, dude. You need to be in the other
0: room with the ghosts. And no, you're here making a steak in a fucking pan. Come on, man. Um, And then the steak, you know, starts moving a little bit. And then he throws the chicken wing down and then maggots Also, great special effects for that steak movie. Oh, yeah. It was just like, it was moving like a little inchworm, you know, just kind of like going across the uh, counter, which, yeah, fucking great. And then. Then what something like starts like more meat
1: starts like coming up out of it and pouring out or something yeah, and i was like, like extra ah. meat and I thought it was just like because last time I watched this movie I don't know I was probably like 15
0: oh it's, wow oh yeah I haven't seen <laughs> see, a minute
1: oh yeah I haven't seen this movie a, in a minute while. so I always thought that scene was like a ghost was tearing into it and tearing it apart But then it just compounded on itself, and I was like, wait, what?
0: Yeah, it's just extra meat coming out, and then he sees that, obviously freaks out, throws the chicken wing down. Maggots are, like, all over the chicken wing, and that's when he goes into the Bathroom and starts ripping his face off, which was a pretty cool scene actually. Uh They had that scene exactly in the maze from or 2018 at H H N. You kind of walk down the hallway, look to the left, you saw the guy in the uh, mirror, and then he would come out and like scare you. And then they had the stake on the ca- on the counter moving towards you. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's that that is. That is. It's pretty neat. So uh, obviously we're gonna spoil this movie. It's like what forty years, almost forty years old at this point. So you know the family is going through everything. They're they're finding all this, all these ghosts and all these crazy entities in the house. And at this point, Carol Ann is on the other side. She's, she's. I don't even remember how, oh, she went through the closet.
1: Yeah, well, she got, she didn't go through the closet. She got got uh, pulled into the closet. She got sucked
0: into the closet. Like she gets, like the bed lifts up. Everything just kind of piles up in the corner. She's gone. So the mom and everyone on the team is trying to find her. They can hear her, you know, and then then they tell her to not go in the light. And they keep bouncing back and forth on that. They're like, don't go into the light. And then Zelda comes on and is like, no, 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 go into the light. Okay, what do you want her to fucking do? They eventually find a portal or something that um, allows them to go in. So they, well, they tie a rope and they go in and they rescue her.
1: And then oh, they're covered in all this. What would you call that? Like ectoplasm? I would, <laughs> yeah, probably ectoplasm, because it's they're in the the plane between worlds. Right. So it's, it's, it's sort of like what you would consider a purgatory. Yeah. I would guess, which apparently is. Very dirty and disgusting. Yeah, really gross Um, (laughs) and slimy and mucky. And so the closet is the entranceway, and in their living room, the portal out comes from the ceiling, which (laughs) makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. But okay. (laughs) Yeah, but Um, all right, whatever. (laughs) So they end up having to pull her out with a rope that, like, go in, we'll pull you back out, and they end up coming through the portal on the other side. And you find out that all of this stuff is happening because the the husband, Steve Freeling, who is played by Craig T. Nelson... Fucking great job, by the great. way. Great. He was awesome. Uh, He works for a land development company selling suburban subcomplexes just out in California yeah. somewhere.
0: Phase one, two, fa- whatever. All, all the phases that they have.
1: Which, which was like a thing that they did in the 70s and oh, 80s. Yeah. And like... A bunch of land got bought up for that. And he finds out that the company that he's working for has been buying graveyards and, quote-unquote, relocating the graves. (laughs) Come to find out, in a very, very fear-fueled rant by Steve Freeling... You only moved the
0: headstones. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> you left the, hes like you left the bodies, but you only moved the
1: tombstones. Like, Dude, so, what are
0: you doing? <laughs>
1: so, and it's—it's it's funny because there's actually a line that said you're not built on a you're not built on an ancient buri- uh ancient Indian burial ground. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. So they kind of give you that little false MacGuffin there. MacGuffin, I love that word. (laughs) And toward the end, you find out that they're just building homes on graves.
0: Yeah. And the whole reason that the activity started happening is because they're building a pool in their backyard. So they're digging up all that stuff and that's what trick because before that they were just living there no problems but then once they start you know digging and excavating all the stuff out that's when you know I'd get pissed too if I was buried and what dude I'm trying to sleep man so that's when the activity starts happening and that's what unleashes uh, the ghosts and all that shit was because they wanted a pool so I guess note to self don't Don't build a pool if you live on an ancient burial ground. (laughs) So that's what starts the activity. And, um, you know, everything just kind of goes downhill from there. And once they get Carol Ann... They're like, obviously, we need to get the fuck out. And then the
1: ending sequence with the house kind of just Can like, we talk about how fun that ending sequence yes! had to be? Just to be. Because, you know, they had a couple extras just like walking around. How awesome it had to be to watch all of that play out in sequence. Yeah, that would have been awesome to see,
0: like, in person.
1: <laughs> because it's it's just you know, Fire hydrants going off, gas lines exploding, cars flipping over. I was going to say, I think there was a beetle that just fucking flips. Like, it's, ah! <laughs> it's just wanton madness Mayhem. going on. It's, I'm sitting there. I'm like, th- it reminds me of the Twister ride. Yeah. At, the, the one that used to be there. At, yeah. That uh, yeah. um, they replaced
0: with Jimmy fucking th- Universal. Universal. Yeah, yeah, Universal. I almost said. Uh, Islands of Adventure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Same, close, dissed, whatever. Yeah. Uh, separated by a lake. yeah <laughs> so yeah and then the house crushes into itself at the end and then just disappears just disappears into god knows what and then you know they they go to a hotel or a motel and the funniest part is the dad you know, everyone goes into the room and then you know Keg T. Nelson opens the door and like pushes the TV out of the room like fuck this I don't want anything <laughs> to do with you get away from me and then you know End of movie. Uh, fucking great movie. Uh, what did you what did you give it on Letterboxd? I
1: think I gave it a four and a half out of five. Oh
0: yeah? Let me see. I'm I'm gonna pull mine up I, real I quick. Don't, I don't know. Do you lose your phone. phone.
1: It's it's in my pocket. Oh. <laughs> it was just deep in my
0: pocket. All right, let me go to my yeah, so uh, by the way, if you if you don't know what Letterbox is, I know we've I've talked about it. It's basically an app that you can log all your movies. So like any any day I watch a movie, I will log it for that day and then I will give it a rating. Uh, I haven't really reviewed any movies because that's what this podcast is for, but I did, yeah, I gave Poltergeist a four out of five, solid four out of five, and the only reason I didn't give it more is because it was two hours, that is a little over my sweet spot for movies, even though there was really no slow parts, um, you know, it's two hour movies, it's just a long time for a horror movie, and you know, some of the acting, it's that 80s kind of acting, it's not great, but you know, it's obviously not terrible, so sir, what did you... I actually rate only
1: rated it a uh, three and a half. Oh, okay. I mean, hey, fair enough.
0: It's it's a solid movie. It really is. If you haven't seen it, I mean, please, please go see it. It's been out for nearly 40 years.
1: So, and while on the subject of uh, Letterboxd, be sure to uh, follow us so you oh, can yeah. see what we're watching because we it may be something that we're not uh, talking about on the podcast, but I'm, I'm new to it, so I'll be adding movies as I go. Uh, Austin has like two hundred and something on there. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny because I found about I found out about Letterboxd in
0: last December, and I was like, well, this is a perfect time to start. I'll start in January, and you know, start right at January first. Start logging all my movies, and then at the end of the year, it gives you an end of the year roundup, and it'll show how many movies you watched, what your favorite genre was. What your favorite director was, and it gives you this cool little picture, so you can kind of see, you oh, know, nice. where, yeah. So I, I okay. So I've I'm I'm label. I've got the, my Twitter for the Frightmares podcast linked to it, but I think my username is Doctor Proctor. I don't. You have like four different names on this. It's kind of hard to figure out.
1: Yeah, it is a little. Lo- so on <laughs> on mine, it is uh, my name is Corey. Obviously, um, I'm under Frightmares Corey. So if you f- search for that, you may find it. Um, I didn't put my last name on there, but if you just search Corey, Frightmares Corey, you should find it. I only have three movies up there, but I'm constantly watching movies also. All the time, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, just give us a follow. See if you find some stuff that you may or may not like.
0: Yeah, it's a good time. Like I said, I think I'm under Dr. Proctor, but you've you've got the Frightmares logo there, and it's got Fright Fright Podcast for the Twitter, because to get a little uh, picture there for your... For your, it's called a Gravatar avatar. You have to link your Twitter, which is a super weird way to do that. Like, I wanted to just upload a picture, but no, I had to link the Twitter for whatever reason. So it is a little quirky, but it is cool because, you, yeah, you can see what we're
1: watching. I don't even have a Twitter.
0: <laughs> I, I I had a Twitter for my personal but I just I switched my personal over to Frightmares just because I don't use Twitter that much anyways and I mean I really don't even use it much as the I really just did it for Letterboxd I switched right. it nice. so give us a follow um, and see what we're watching and uh, you can get some good stuff because pr- I pretty much only watch horror movies I mean obviously I watch other stuff but it's like 90% horror movies um, oh real quick though f- about Poltergeist I, l- I want to talk about one scene in particular in the beginning when uh, Joe Beth Williams and Craig T. Nelson are on the bed smoking Pot, oh yeah, and how, okay, it just stressed me out because they're rolling joints, but he's got all this just extra weed all over the fucking bed. And then at one point he gives her the box of weed that they have starts jumping up and down on the bed. I was like, that is so much, like, why are you wasting all of that? Like, stop. And then the kid comes in, they're like smoking joints. I was like, that this
1: is literally, this is the eighties. Yeah, it's, it's very eighties. <laughs> so yeah. Now, spo- one of my favorite scenes, because it, it was very Spielberg-y, was the, uh, Oh, you're going re- back and forth. The re- with the remotes. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this
0: is so cartoonish. It's so much fun. Oh, my God. Now you're jogging my memory of all this other stuff I wanted to talk about. Because, yeah, when they're going back and forth with, because I guess their TVs are on the same frequency, so uh-huh. their remotes are changing each other's uh, sets. Right before that, it's this like the beginning of the movie. That guy with the with the giant case of beer. Yeah. He, he like, the kids with their uh, race cars uh like kind of make him fall off his bike and then the beer starts spraying everywhere and this fucking jackass walks into the house with all this Mm -hmm. beer spraying everywhere i would have been like can can you not do that and spray beer all over my fucking house and they're starting to crack beers and there's it's just i'm like dude that is like don't do that do not come into my house with beer spraying everywhere for the love of god
1: also why couldn't like whoever just let him borrow the car like why did they oh, have? I, I know. Why did they have to make him take the child's bike? And he's got
0: like okay, so he's I think they're four packs of beers. He's got like eight four packs of beers, like in a fucking like half a cardboard box, like on his side. Why take the yeah? Take the car. Why are you why are you making him ride a fucking child's bike? And those kids are douchebags too because they made him crash by putting their RC cars in front of him. Like, can you fuck off and not do that? Come RC on, RC cars with antennas larger than the children. <laughs> Dude, antennas are like four feet tall. The 80s. Uh, Okay, Uh, so. Great times. Great times. All right, so fucking Poltergeist. Great movie. Uh, Absolutely love that one. And it's funny because that one is PG. It's a PG movie. And they're dropping shit like. Well, and the face scene? Yeah. But this was before PG-13 was a thing because I'm pretty sure Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was. I think, don't quote me, I'm pretty sure that was one of the, I think that was the movie that actually had the deciding factor of PG-13, because in 82, there was no such thing as PG-13, it was PG and R, and it wasn't obviously crazy enough to get an R, so they are like, we'll give Poltergeist a PG, what the fuck, are you looking it up? Indiana Jones and what? The te- I'm pretty sure it was the Temple of Doom was the uh, one where they actually made the PG-13 rating, I, I-, I think. PG. Really? It's rated PG. Whoa! Okay. Oh man. I okay. Stay tuned, real quick, because we're gonna. I, I now I got to figure this Indiana out.
1: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
0: That okay. PG thirteen. So P, yeah. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that was the first PG thirteen movie to maybe something. Something basically those series of movies spurred having to do PG thirteen because it's you know it's a little bit more intense than PG, but it's obviously not ill. You know. This, those movies definitely didn't need. It. I mean, Temple of Doom should absolutely have been an R-rated movie for fuck's oh, yeah. sake, with the chest scene, ripping out hearts, and all the disgust. Plus, I mean, just Nazis in general. Yeah. Okay, so I was, I was, I definitely was wrong about that, but I know something. It that...
1: was an Indiana Jones movie. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: so there you go. Um, all right, so let's move on to the second movie, which is one that you watched. Uh, I did not watch this one. It called Entity. Entity. From 2010. Oh, by the way, Poltergeist streaming on Netflix. Just want to let that everybody. Yes. Know.
1: So, entity. Um, from two thousand twelve. Oh, I thought it was two thousand ten. No, it's two thousand twelve. Oh shit. Okay. Um, it is about these four documentary people. Uh, well, actually, it's three documentary makers, one psychic. That, go into a Siberian forest, um, to commune with the dead that were found in a shallow grave by police okay (laughs) so like like way out in this forest um police discovered shallow graves of 32 individuals jesus in one clearing whoa and there's a guy there's a russian guy that contacts these people and like hey I wrote books about this. Do you want to come check it out? I'll show you where it is. And they're like, Oh yeah, sure. We'll we'll grab this psychic that we know. <laughs> Everyone knows one of those, right? Come on. And we'll we'll go talk to the dead. All right, cool. Tight. So they go out there and it starts off like first eleven minutes ghosts. Okay. So right off the bat, crazy shit. I it's not really it's not really crazy shit because the ghosts aren't like really doing anything the ghosts mm. are just like there okay and this movie let me it doesn't have a lot of quote unquote scares it's more just kind of like semi creepy shit that happens um and so the the psychic is sitting there and she's like. I can, the. this is where the first one got killed, and over there, this is what happened, and over there. And she's, like, literally watching in her mind's eye all of this stuff play out. Like, all of these people just getting shot in the head Jesus. from Russian officials. And she's like, okay, this is super weird. And then she just kind of stares off into the distance, and she's like, what's beyond this tree line? And the Russian guy's like, oh, well, it's just some, like, industrial building. It's been abandoned for years and there's nothing else within like 80 or 90 kilometers around here. And she's like, we got to go this way. Oh, no. And she just starts walking off just by herself. And just the, like, goodbye. And the film crew is just like, what the fuck? I guess we got to follow her. Let's go. <laughs> and they just trapes off into the woods. All right. And one of them is like, so how are we going to get back to the cars before dark? And they're like, I yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Because what... they're, they're already like six miles deep in the woods. Jesus. So they come upon this building that is just, just run down industrial looking building and they're looking around and they're like all oh, right nothing here and then the psychic she's like oh look I found a tunnel no and they're like <laughs> no and they're like this tunnel looks like it leads into the building like down underground into the building and she's like I'm getting a weird feeling from this Really? And the two cameramen are like, we we shouldn't go in there. And even the psychic is like, I, I don't want to be here. And the host of the documentary is like, don't you want these people's stories told? And they're like, all right, fine. And I'm like, okay, number one, if the psychic is telling you, I don't want to fucking go in there, you don't fucking go in there. Yeah, I mean, that's per- that's like
0: the best advice I would take. She's going to say no. Okay, goodbye. End of documentary. I'll see you later. Uh, we'll just, you know, we'll just not finish this.
1: <laughs> so that, then the confusing thing happens to me anyway.
0: um, are you Wait, are you going to go into spoilers?
1: No, I'm not okay. going to go into spoilers. Okay, okay, so cool. I'm going to go from scene to scene. Gotcha. Um, So they walk into this tunnel. There's a shot of them walking downhill. Okay. And then when they walk outside of the tunnel, they are still outside. And there is a giant building. And I I was very confused as to how they're walking down into a tunnel and coming out where, why they couldn't just see the building on the other side of the tunnel. It is very confusing as to how it is laid out. So was that
0: just a flaw on the the filming or was it part of the story like something's fucking with them and make- I cannot tell. It never explained it. Never explained. Oh, perfect. It. Okay. So it's just a fucking mystery. Yeah, no, okay. it's it's a serious mystery. I was just trying to like debunk it or something.
1: At, <laughs> toward the end of the movie, it might kind of explain it, but like, it's loosely
0: interpreted. Uh, yeah, it's
1: it's like draw your own assumptions and you got you're drawn on like poster board. We'll here. give you point A, you
0: just make up point B.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um Jesus. There's there's a there's a decent twist in the movie that I'm going to uh, pretty much after they get into the building, I can't really. That's fine. Divulge yeah. yeah. No worries. Else. No worries. Um, it's also shot very weird because it is shot like one quarter of it is found footage, and then the other three quarters of it is like staged acting. Okay. So That's weird. Yeah. Like. So it's almost like studio
0: kind of filming, like with not like not shaky cam or what? Do you, like.
1: No. So like. Like the scene, like the scene of them walking through the tunnel, is obviously there's a cameraman set up behind a camera filming these people walk. Oh, so okay, it's uh,
0: okay, yeah. So it's like behind the scenes, almost of the documentary, and they're doing like dialogue.
1: No, 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 oh no my no, God, no. what? <laughs> no, okay, like like any other movie would be filmed. Okay. You have like cast and crew yeah, behind yeah. a camera, yada yada, and then the actors are going through. Okay. But then, at certain parts, it will cut to what the documentary people are seeing through the documentary camera. Uh,
0: okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that is a little weird when they bounce back and forth. Yeah, so that. Yeah. so you're
1: like, okay, uh, you're seeing the movie as you should see a movie, right? And then you're seeing the movie through the documentary in the movie's camera lens. That's kind of like a
0: movie. I'm gonna talk about in my recommendation, so I'm gonna keep that. Yeah, in Yeah, it's
1: it's very strange
0: did it just not work because of that aspect or did they just not do you just not do you think they just didn't do it
1: like well enough you know what i mean like so i feel like if they would have gone 100% found footage it would have been great Okay. if they would have gone 100% regular movie it would have been better than it was okay the jump between the two like it's not even leveled out evenly it's not like a half and a half. It's like you've get you get 10 15 scenes of found footage. Oh, kind weird. of. And then the rest is regular movie. And you're like, "Okay, but I want more of this." Yeah. Or I want more of this and you you never really get it. It's the balance isn't there really. The, yeah, yeah, the balance isn't there. Um the the ghosts are well done, I think. They're not overly like demonized if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, but I got yeah no they're fucking creepy like the first ghost you see you're like okay that's i mean, that's some spooky shit yeah that's some spooky <laughs> shit um and they don't the thing i like is you know when you see ghosts in movies a lot you get kind of like either a greenish tint or a real kind of off-white yeah these ghosts are like dusty yellow oh weird yeah no so when you see them you're like okay like these have been ghosts for a while like they're almost aged ghosts (laughs) like when like when you get a polaroid and you have the polaroid for years and years and it turns that dingy yellow color yeah it's it's like the ghosts have been smoked on for years (laughs) oh my god (laughs) chain smoking ghosts (laughs) (laughs) um overall i mean it's it got a four point seven out of ten on IMDb. I would rate it probably. What you did? You rate it on? Uh... I have not yet. Okay. I just finished watching it last night. Gotcha. I went straight to sleep after. Because <laughs> uh, I was super tired yesterday. Um, it's. I would probably rate it like a two point five or a three out of five. Okay. I mean, it's it's not something that is overly fantastic. It's a fun little ride. Um.
0: Especially at an hour and, what, hour hour 27, I'm looking at. Yeah, hour 27. So it's that perfect sweet spot for me. And it's
1: paced well. It's never slow. And everything that happens, like, all the characters... Give their motivations Like you're like Okay why is this happening
0: Okay I understand Why this is, is happening there, Is there any connect To the characters Or cause you know Sometimes when you watch a movie Everyone's a piece of shit And you can't really con- But is there any kind of Connection at all
1: Yeah With the film crew No I connected more With The psychic And Her motivations For trying to do What she was trying to do I gotcha okay Because of where they were right. In the movie Um I also connected with their guide, whose name is Yuri in the movie. Yuri. And, like, the reason for him doing what he did, I was like, oh, okay, no, like, that makes sense. Like, because you start off thinking that he's got, like, because he's real kind of weird Russian dude in the beginning. (laughs) And you're like, okay, this motherfucker is the villain. This motherfucker is the villain right here. Yeah. And then through the movie, you're like, oh, okay. I understand. I, I get why you did this. You're not such a bad guy. <laughs> You're
0: not that bad after all. So it's a decent – and that's funny with – like with rating movies, I've always come across, okay, I want to have a set system for rating movies, you know, good cinematography. Good. But it's hard to do that because, you know, you like pacing is important in a movie. And if a movie has good pacing but it's not overly amazing like you were just saying about that movie, then I kind of give it higher marks because if it kept me interested the whole time, like the movie I'm about to talk about – you know, if it's good pacing and you know it's shot well, then you kind of it's it's hard to have like a set rating system with movies. And so you said two, like right in the middle, two and a half, three for this one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, right in the middle. Okay. Fun piece of trivia. Um, although the film is set entirely in Siberia, it was shot only in Northern England.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I was there's only like three things on here, and it, every the other two are just kind of whatever. It's about <laughs> the so winning an award. Uh, for best international actor, which yeah, really the guy who re- played Yuri, which really is not trivia. That's just like, hey, by the way, this is a fact. Yeah. Um so okay. That was that was just Entity, and from 2012, this one was on Amazon Prime, correct? oh uh, yes. All right, cool. I'm. I'm Do probably... not get it confused with the <laughs> Entity, which I did, which was also a movie that I watched. Yeah, there was I, when I when I searched for it on Amazon, I got. Like, four or five different results for, like, Entity. the Yeah, Entity, The Entity, 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 Entity. Like, there's so many. So, it is the Entity from 2012. Or is it, is it the one up top? that one yeah it's the one up top it's uh okay so it's labeled as 2010 here weird the
1: title well it was released in 2010 probably yeah
0: okay probably in the uk so yeah anytime any i guess anytime we uh talk about release it's released here in the u.s
1: well and on imdb it says it was released in 2013 in the u.s good jesus christ
0: (laughs) okay well it's it's entity and it's about people going into the forest. In uh, Siberia, it's, yeah, it does say presented by Fangoria. That's cool.
1: The uh, that's awesome. The one under it, which is a found footage movie called The Entity, and it's like some creepy looking girl. Yeah. Um, granted, it's all in Spanish. It's very good. I recommend okay. it. Nice.
0: All right. So that's the second movie that you watched. Now we're gonna get into one that I watched that you did not. This one's called which I
1: have never even heard of.
0: This okay. So a a while back, I went through Netflix and just like I was like late one night. I was like, I'm just gonna go through the whole entire horror section. Anything that like has a good description or a good enough description, I'll throw on my list. And when we were doing the episode, I just went through my list and I. This is what I get because I gave you no. Yeah, the Diabolical was one, and then the Forgotten was one, and it sounded interesting. And that's why I like doing. I like going on Netflix and just finding something I've never heard of and just giving it a shot. Especially because this was you know an hour and 29 minutes. So super super low commitment for me at least. and this one was more of a drama really. there was absolutely some supernatural uh, like a presence in there and there are a lot of unexplained things, but it definitely wasn't I wouldn't even really consider this a horror movie. It was more of a thriller like drama suspense kind of thing. So real quick what's up was this
1: was this an English cast? Like- yes,
0: this was an English movie I mean it was I'm pretty sure it was filmed in England because everyone in there has British accent. It looks like it's in the UK or well, somewhere.
1: Well, the reason I ask is because it says it came out in 2014, but in 2015 it came out in Mexico. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's why I wanted to know if it was an English like English speaking movie because normally they don't denote that it came out like in Mexico. Yeah. That's no yeah
0: so. it was English it was, they were they were definitely from you know Britain or UK or something and, okay. by, and by the <laughs> way up, up top do not get this confused with the forgotten from 2004 with Julianne Moore and her missing son this is a totally different movie just happens to have the same title like I said this one I I've got I've got here that it was 2014 obviously has different release dates this one is streaming on Netflix And so, okay, so the movie starts with a completely black screen and a sound clip of a phone call from a lady calling 911 saying that her husband's got a knife and that she feels threatened. And the police are, you know, they say, okay, we'll send someone your way. And then she just starts screaming. I'm talking bloody murder. Like, it made me uncomfortable listening to it. It was like, oh, my God, I think she might actually be getting murdered. Cuts to the uh, the, the main part of the movie. And it focuses on a father and son who, for some reason, are living in an abandoned flat complex. Um, they're the only people living there. They have, like, you know, uh, lanterns and there's no electricity and they're living there. And they never really explain that. Uh, there's a quick dialogue between the son, named his, whose name is Tommy, and someone I don't want to mention because it's part of the story. I don't want to reveal anything, but they have a conversation, and they're just like, oh, I I think we got evicted, and that is the only explanation you get. The father is absolutely a shady guy, though, because he's going into all the other flats and, like, ripping out copper piping to obviously get money because I guess he doesn't have a job. There's really not a lot of backstory with the movie. It's kind of just like, this is the situation. Let's go. You know, go with it. So – the the father when they're going the father and son are going to get uh, copper piping to like I said I guess get money and the the, the kid's like what about this one right here number twenty three he's like no 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 that one's that one's fine I've already got that no we're we're good and I was like something is sketchy about that immediately so that night the kid starts hearing this like like violent pounding and tapping and scratching on his wall and you know he confronts the dad and is like I heard these noises. Have you heard anything? And dad's like, nah, it's probably nothing. And it's in my head. I'm like, okay, no one lives there besides you. You're hearing pounding. Something spooky is happening. And throughout all this, he kind of, uh, the kid Tommy befriends this chick. I don't remember her name, but he kind of befriends her and kind of, wants to get her help because you know the dad's a piece of shit he's bringing home like i think it was a hooker because he brings her home one night she leaves screaming the next night two guys come in beat the shit out of him and like don't ever do that to my girl again and then he gets he's like in the hospital so it's just kind of it's tommy and this friend and they're investigating what's going on in apartment 20 or flat 23 so first off Never investigate. You just leave it exactly. It, like <laughs> and 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 I don't remember her name. I didn't write her name down. But her the the friend that he the girl that he befriends is saying like the place that they're Carmen. living. Carmen, there you go. The place that they're living. Um, it's called the Farlow Estate. And she's like, yeah, you need to be careful there. Spooky shit goes down. You know, like, there's, like, like whores there and drugs. So he's like, like, just be careful. And somehow he gets her to come there, and, like, you need to hear this at night because it happens at a certain time. So they go there, and they're, like, smoking weed and having fun. And then the noises start happening. So she goes over there, and there's like it's, it's so weird and hard to explain because there's definitely a supernatural force that that is is happening there and drawing her there and it's drawing her there for a specific reason that i can't mention because it is a huge plot point and twist at the end and it's really all i can say on the story it it was a good movie but it wasn't anything amazing like you said about the entity like it was a solid film i thought it was a very original idea I liked the acting. The score was phenomenal. Very spooky score. Um, And overall, I think I gave it a 3 out of 5 just because I did enjoy it. But I didn't like the lack of explanation for things. They didn't really tell you why they were living there. They didn't really explain the entity or being except, you know, except until like the last five minutes. So I felt overall as a movie, it wasn't the best, but I still recommend watching it. And I really want to go rewatch it because the story, I kind of got lost in the story because I was watching it, but I wasn't fully paying attention as I do sometimes in movies. So I definitely want to go rewatch it, but it was, it, it was, it's its really hard to like explain. I don't know. It's just hard to get into
1: because it's a very mysterious kind of movie. Well, uh user EJ, E J A M C on IMDb begs to differ because this person gave it a ten out of ten. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus,
0: I mean, like I said, I just, I just thought you'd find that. No, that's way. hilarious. It I, definitely is not a ten out of ten. Like I said, the acting was there. The story was definitely an original, like a really good original story. I just felt like they needed just like just that little extra step in plot to make me really drawn in. Um. But there, it, it was definitely a really good mystery thriller kind of suspense with a lot. There were some definitely, definitely supernatural and horror elements thrown in. But overall, it, de- it wasn't like a, I wasn't like ah, like I wasn't scared, you know. Right. Like So, but I definitely recommend giving it a shot. And it's on Netflix, and it's streaming like it's you know hour and a half. And um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I don't want to get because there, there's a really big twist that does happen, which kind of made me rate the movie a little bit more because I felt it was lacking something, and then they revealed. Like this whole twist. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That was that was pretty cool. I didn't see that coming. I really like that. And um yeah, that's the Forgotten from two thousand and fourteen. So the budget was an estimated one million pounds. Wow, that's okay. Hold on. It's Let's, like nothing. That's nothing. Uh, is pounds or uh, what's the exchange rate? Uh, is it more in US or is it more? Fuck, I can't remember. I think like. I
1: th- hold on, I will <laughs> find out for you.
0: Go into the web. So one. A million for that? That seems yeah. fucking. Wow. I mean, the cinematography in that movie and how it was shot was great. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't found footage. It was shot like, you know, and I don't think it was a studio film. I'm pretty sure it was an on-location kind of shoot. And it was really cool. It's definitely a good movie.
1: So that would be (laughs) $1,271,795. Wow.
0: That seems a little high for
1: that movie. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it was good. Comparatively to something like... The Avengers, which has like a budget of like God, that movie was twenty two million. Yeah, that yeah, that's insane, and I feel like a lot of the
0: money probably went to. Uh, I mean, I don't I see. It was a UK film, so you know I didn't recognize any yeah. fucking
1: actors, um, and it kind of threw that's m- one of the thing I love about like picking up just a random UK movie because like I know none of the actors. Unless it's, like, a big budget one, and then you get, like, the one dude that played Finn. Or, like, you know, a Benedict a...
0: Cumberbatch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> but uh, have you ever seen uh, Attack the Block?
0: No. I have never seen that.
1: So, the the dude that played uh, Finn in the Star Wars movie. Yeah. He is in it. And okay. he plays a street gangster. And it is a fucking dope movie. It's... It starts off that it seems like it's gonna be a horror movie, but it's more like a horror action comedy. Okay, with aliens, it's fantastic. Ooh, okay, I right, attack the block. It's dope. I highly recommend it. Fair enough. All right. Sorry, but yeah, that's no, you're the- good. But, yeah, when you, get, when you get, like, a random British movie or, like, a random just whatever movie and you recognize, like, one actor and yeah. he's not really even that big of an actor. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because I, I
0: just – I clicked on it and played it and, you know, Netflix doesn't say what country it is. It'll say if it's got, like, subtitles or whatever, but I played it. And I was like, oh, oh, it's British. Oh, cool. Like, I was like, all right. You don't really – because I don't really see very many British horror movies. At, at least I haven't. I've seen Housebound, which was a horror comedy, which was okay, but I don't really see a lot of Br- – you know british horror suspense
1: anything like that you know well, so. the, uh the awakening which we talked about
0: oh yeah that's on my list though. That's
1: a, that's <laughs> a,
0: of course it is of course Cause it's a period piece and you're never gonna watch it <sighs> i know i'm just not a huge <laughs> fan of period pieces um but yeah there's no actually no trivia for this at all nothing so there's that right there 10 out of 10 great horror movie that's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I definitely I, – like, I, every any movie that we review, except for the ones that are just absolutely awful, I, I will you – know, <laughs> Which, is the, yeah, yeah, which is the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah, which is the next one we're going to talk about. You know, I will recommend just to see what other people's opinion on it is because, obviously, everyone's going to have a different opinion. I'm going to like a movie. You're not going to like it, and vice versa. So I would definitely I. check e. this Sinister. out. I.e. Sinister. Yeah, just like last episode. So, it, I mean, and especially since this is streaming on Netflix and it's under an hour and a half, you know, go check it out and, uh, you know, see what you think of it. So that was The Forgotten. Uh and now yeah, now let's get on to the one bad egg of this this episode and that is called well which which was my pick. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I don't know what to call this because it's labeled under Evil Legacy when I searched it in Amazon, but the title card that came up what was Tab or Ishtab. Ishtab, which is IXTAB. Also fun fact, not even on Letterboxd to rate or review or anything. So It's also unrated. Yeah, it's it's NR. And uh, I will let you (laughs) go ahead and kind of open this one up.
1: Okay, so (laughs) I picked this based on the summary given to me by Amazon. Which is? Which is, What begins as a gathering of high school friends becomes an authentic nightmare. For Sarah, the only thing worse than witnessing the horror, not knowingly. So, (laughs) it's even terribly written. (laughs) For Sarah, comma, the only thing worse than witnessing the horror, comma, not knowing why it is happening, period. <laughs> Ishtab has decided to take her first victims after 500 years of lethargy. What the f- Okay, okay. <laughs> First of all, I'll that just... that is the synopsis that is on Amazon.
0: Okay. First of all, I'm just gonna say right now we're absolutely spoiling the shit out of this because I this is
1: one I'm not going to recommend. So spoiler alert with I, this one. I'm gonna recommend it. Get some friends together, get some beers, make fun of this movie, and have a good time because yeah. that is all you can do. I I sat there trying to watch it with my serious hat on. Fucking same. And I was like, oh god, this I, I can't is so do bad. It.
0: Like the beginning of the movie had me legitimately almost laugh crying. Um, I was sitting there trying to hold it in because I was like, "This is just very cheesy." Oh, go so, ahead. So, go ahead. So,
1: so let's start from the top. <laughs> All of the acting is middle school
0: level. I thought it was top notch. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It it was just um, like they were almost just saying statements. It wasn't like it was very uh smooth it was very just like talk talk yeah okay yeah
1: it, it, it was less of a conversation more of a statement like exactly i think this yes i think this yeah it, it so
0: that's for starters was be prepared for very awful acting
1: yeah like but at least the acting is so bad that it's funny yeah it's not like okay like they're trying like this was almost like they were trying to make it to where they knew it was good. like they started filming it and they're like okay this is gonna be fucking terrible just don't try And by the way uh, did you like watch the I watched the
0: credits just out of just I did not. sheer curiosity As <laughs> soon as the movie no, was over I clicked up. there were so many people involved in this movie like, the credits were rolling and I'm sitting there how, like, how much did this fucking movie cost how much are you paying all these there was a lot of people I figured it was like cameraman editor you know director cast no there was a lot of fucking people in those credits which gives me a lot of fucking questions. But sorry, I digress. Go ahead. Well, they
1: they probably had to put in the credits all the fucking royalty-free music they Oh, that you, that's true. Oh yeah. Get ready for a bunch of music that sounds like something, but you'll never be able to recognize okay. because it's all royalty free. Well, And it, it just, it didn't go with the movie. There was a part where it was
0: like, dun, 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 And I'm like, this sounds like an, like, they're like, you know, supernatural horror stuff. This sounds like an action, like chase scene. And it just did not, it did not go together whatsoever. And I didn't understand why they had to do that.
1: So the movie opens in a quote unquote office. <laughs> Where this guy is getting packages oh from a God. very unhappy delivery man.
0: Yeah, by the way, he's like super like bitchy. I don't know. Like that's your job, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: like you're getting paid <laughs> to. All deli- you have to do here, take this, sign, goodbye. So, so there's a there's a tech guy fixing stuff, and he ends up putting a little statue on. The guy on this dude's desk.
0: Oh yeah, the guy that was. Uh, I guess he was putting the cameras up because there's one point where he's messing with the camera, right? Yeah, yeah and then he puts the thing so on. So
1: spoiler, his... spoiler alert. He's the main villain. Oh well, yeah, he's the secondary villain. Yeah,
0: he's the. I don't, I don't like. I, I. But the second I saw him with the like the hat down below his eyes, I was like this guy's up to something, man. I don't know what you're doing. I don't like it. Not showing your face in the camera. You're up to something. So yeah, he sets this. Thing. little idol
1: little, up which yeah. you find out later is the only idol in existence of the Mayan goddess of suicide which is that a thing did you look that up I I didn't even bother because it. that sounds this is a this is a piece of like info in the movie sphere that I it was so bad I didn't even fucking care
0: because first of all that is terrible that if if they made oh yeah Ixta Okay that's a thing I mean that's also wikipedia but that's a really shitty thing to have, like a god of suicide. I don't know. I just I feel like that's kind of like a very
1: touchy subject. Yeah. I I don't I don't I didn't like that. So okay, well the Mayans have a goddess of suicide. The Romans had a god of doorways. <laughs> you you kind of just take what you're given. I guess it's
0: just it's just a weird thing. That there is a god of su- I don't know I just, I just was uncomfortable with a with a god of suicide, and the the explanation behind her in the movie is literally a sentence that is all you get, and I, it's just ah keep going I'm am so, just I'm so
1: frustrated so with this movie, as as the movie goes on, um, everybody in the office that is there after closing ends up dying except for one deaf girl, who. Is, I guess, dating the guy that
0: kills himself. Yeah, because after the dude sets the thing down uh, on his desk, the guy walks away, comes back kind of like... Doing this weird, like sketchy, like stepping.
1: Like if if you ask a middle schooler to walk, like what a zombie walks like. Yeah, it was. And that's that's when I was like like having to
0: hold it in because I was like, oh my god, this is super cheesy. And then he just, but the kill was great. He just smashes his head down on the idol, and blood goes everywhere. And yeah, I was like, oh okay, decent. Like not bad. And then you get into the um, the actual movie with this father and daughter or whatever. Yeah. Fi- Father and daughter setting up cameras in the house. Which they do. They even explain why. So
1: apparently, the father is a collector of rare things. Okay, yeah, I remember mentioning that. And has some secret documents, which they never explain. What the fuck the father does. They never explain what the secret documents are. Nope. That would have been a way more interesting movie, in my opinion.
0: At least story-wise, you know. I mean, the acting might have been shit, but at least there would have been some, like, better story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but this,
0: uh So, they're setting up cameras, and again, no explanation. Like, besides the fact that he's got all the stuff, all the rare stuff, there's really no explanation behind the cameras.
1: Yeah, except <laughs> except no security measure is too great to, like, make sure his secu- his secret documents are safe. Also, they never really explain how old the daughter is, but like she's like (laughs) thirty-five.
0: Yeah, she and it's weird too because they're having a reunion with their high school. Yeah, Yeah. so
1: the the daughter, whose name is Sarah, is having some high school friends over for a dinner party. No, while her dad is gone away at this mystery thing. Also. She says there's there's one specific scene where she says dinner party, but then she refers to it as oh yeah, we're having lunch. And then the next line is dinner party. What the so fuck? So they couldn't even keep the dialogue consistent. Oh yeah, and while you're talking about the
0: fucking dinner party, she sets out like this is I don't know, this bothered me so much. <laughs> and I and I texted you about this. She sets <laughs> She said, set- <laughs> don't die, please. She sets out plates and napkins and like all the, you know, like really nicely and then when they come over For the dinner party She just hands them a box Of Chinese food That they just eat Over the
1: plate And I'm like What the fuck Was all the setting up stuff for Yeah What the fuck Like it bothered and, me so much And there's like a solid Three minute scene Of her setting up this table yeah, And that's too. why it bothered me Because
0: it's just the camera Right at the table Just plate, plate, fork And she's like Adjusting it all nice And then here's a fucking Box of Chinese food That I didn't even see Get delivered It just was there And it was already open And I guess she
1: knew What everybody wanted It's just so fucking weird So we <laughs> So stupid I also need to mention This is shot bad Ben style all on security cameras. Yeah,
0: all security cameras.
1: Except the execution is fucking trash.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. So, yeah, all the friends come over, and one
1: Spanish guy? um, Who I guess they went to high school with, and then he just fucked off back to Spain? (laughs) And it's funny because
0: uh, they all come together. There's a couple, and then the Spanish guy and then I think another girl right yeah who was friends with Sarah yeah they're, so they're friends and then the the guy that's in the couple just fucking hates the Spanish guy he's he like
1: ha- let's be honest he hates fucking everyone. okay he
0: hates everyone but he's really ragging on that guy like oh music is my life oh fuck you like okay simmer down bro like ease off the testosterone Like, I'm a out.
1: police cadet yeah he's <laughs> ho, ho, ho,
0: ho. I'm super fucking scared now so the, the like the conflict between them is, is really funny and uh, Spanish guy is also trying real hard to nail Main... What was her name? Maine. Sarah. Sarah. Like like, super just like, let's do it. Well, she wanted to
1: bone too.
0: Yeah, but not with fucking cameras all over the house. Like, I don't want your... I don't want my father seeing that. Let's, let's not do that. Don't fucking bang in front of a camera. Oh, and by the way, the cameras... She said, I hope you don't set any up in my room and he has two set up in her room like a
1: fucking creeper. What? And one in the bathroom too. Also... What the fuck? Also hilarity ensues when they're running around trying to find phones oh god if you notice in the beginning of the movie when she rolls over and she pulls her phone out of the docking station which is right in front of the camera yep when they run into her room to look to find a phone the phone is sitting there yep and they don't find it yeah they do. It's, it's fantastic so,
0: okay, I know we're kind of all over the place with this, but it's hard It's it's hard not to go down all these rabbit trails. So, the basic plot is the dinner party, then shit starts happening because of licks, or Ixtab Ishtab. or whatever.
1: And they don't even explain why. It's just happening. So, apparently, if you hear the voice of
0: Ishtab... You kill yourself. You kill yourself. And obviously, I mean... there. And then she gets to take control of your body to kill others. Yeah, which is weird because it's the god of suicide, but it's also the god of possessing you and killing other people. They played, like, fast and loose with that because some people would just kill themselves. Other people would kill someone and then kill themselves. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? Nobody knows. No explanation for, like, anything. And... Even the kills were just kind of... I mean, the first one, like I said, was cool. He just jams his head down, blood. And then one girl just, like, jumps in the pool and drowns. And then fucking douchey cadet guy jumps off the second balcony and, like, cracks his head open. And it's just like... Okay. I feel like you could have done maybe some more. I mean probably the budget wasn't there, so let's just let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I,
1: I will tell you my favorite scene of the entire movie. I hope it's the same as mine. What is it? Is when Sarah locks herself in that room and Spanish guy with the crowbar is trying to get in. <laughs> and they and they ch- And they try and make it so intense like he's trying to break down the door. But he's he's literally just barely knocking. It's like a cat pawing it like a play toy, just like, eh. But they're shaking the camera to make yeah. it. But you can obviously tell he's not even extending his arm. His arm is still bent and he's, yeah, just, he's just knocking it with his wrist. He's just like, eh. And it, <laughs> it was, that's, that is where I lost it at the movie. I had to pause the movie and I started cry laughing. It was so hilarious. And then like four scenes after, the Spanish guy is killing the girl. Yeah. And he just picks up this like, thing that's in the living room and he he's like supposed to be slamming it onto her head and he's like you can literally see his hand let go and he's just dropping it and moving his hand down it is the most lazy acting yeah i've ever seen it's oh it's so good it's 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 like so good so bad that it's good
0: um there was another oh there was another one of my my other favorite scenes was when after cadet douche guy falls down that his girlfriend is weeping profusely over him just like she's like we got to get out of here like we got to leave and she's just sitting there crying i would be like, fuck you i'm leaving dude like we have to leave she and i'm like he was, he was a douche anyways like just get, let him let him be and let's go let's save ourselves stop crying let's move on with
1: our life yeah he's, he's gone <laughs> yeah if. I, I'm gonna say this now if we are both in a horror scenario if I get murked I want you to go on and if you get murked I'm leaving your ass fine I, I mean <laughs> if I'm
0: dead leave what are you gonna do
1: if, if I have no pulse leave not gonna bring me back to life
0: I, I just don't understand she, it was just like it was I was like okay this scene is dragging with the she was just like, like weeping I was like okay you need to you need. I'm to not jump.
1: leaving until oh, it comes oh, back oh, I was like
0: okay just fucking leave yeah the movie and then it Oh, God, it ends? I don't even remember. I was so just out, out, out of the story. I was like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. She, she Her dad comes in at the end, and she... Okay, sh- so so the ending is everybody dies. Well, everybody. Yeah. She, but, like, the dad comes in, then she shoots the dad, and then does she shoot herself or something? Or she pokes her ear so she can't hear so, some shit?
1: So, originally, she stabs herself in the ears with a screwdriver even though she has a gun and she could just very easily fire the gun next to her ears and not completely lose hearing forever. And just, you know, get out of the way. She shoots her dad. She collapses on the ground in grief. The, the hat guy shows up and goes, are you ready to go? Oh yeah. And then he gets up, they walk out of frame and then it cuts back to this police chief who was in oh my the movie. God. Yeah, at the beginning of the Briefly. movie. Briefly. And then he... The Starts hearing the voices. and he, he Yeah. Pulls, it, a, yeah. pulls his sidearm and shoots himself in the head. By the... Oh God. The voices, too, that you hear were like...
0: <laughs> it was worse. When you when you,
1: when you first hear them, they're like, okay, that could be kind of cool. But then you hear them way too much, and you're like... Eh, and it's it's just it just
0: sounds like a really weird snarling babble. And it just is, okay, you know,
1: exactly, yeah, just, (laughs)
0: it's like fucking gremlins or something. And, um, yeah, it was... I rated it the same as I rate. Well, actually, I had to rate it in my head because it wasn't a fucking thing on letterbox. So I rated it the same thing I rated the Ouija exorcism that we reviewed a couple episodes back. So, like, like a .5? Half a star. Because it was something that was made, and I have to give it at least a half star because somebody made this. You know, it, multiple it, people it made this. It is a fucking
1: dumpster fire, though. It
0: really is. I, I feel, see. It's funny, too, because I feel like they, they had a good idea with it, but the execution, the lack of backstory the terrible acting and the fast and loose with the rules of it, it just didn't work. I feel like that could have it could have been done
1: and done very well. Like if this were I think if this was made as not a found footage movie. it's like a studio movie. The quality oh. would have jumped tenfold.
0: Yeah. And it's it's kinda it bounces back and forth between the cameras and then Dude Bros like handheld really shitty cam yeah like literally yeah, a handy like cam. like probably from like you know the like 2000s it was awful so definitely do not i mean like you like you said grab some beers you know kind of riff on it if you want to have a
1: fun night with that but as and a, it's only an hour and 20 minutes yeah. you're not wasting that much time it's yeah. not like jumping in do a two and a half hour long movie that's not good
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah, if it was anything more than an hour and a half, I I would have probably tuned out cuz I at one point I, I looked to see how much time was left and it was like 36 minutes and I was like, "Oh my god. There's still
1: 36. I'm only minutes. halfway like, through oh, it. Oh
0: fuck." So, yeah, that was I guess Evil Legacy. The title card came up and said Ishtab. It's under Amazon or it's under um IMDb as Ishtab, so I But guess. it's
1: on Amazon as Evil yeah, Legacy. Yeah, you
0: search Evil Legacy and it pops up, so I'm not sure what happened with the name. I don't know. But, yeah, very, very bizarre. Same
1: thing that happened with the movie. It got fucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was uh, from 2011. It's on Amazon Prime, not rated. Enjoy. Now, we're going to get to, I think, which is the gem of this episode that came out of left fucking field and surprised the fuck out of me. And this one's called The Diabolical from 2015 streaming on netflix
1: it's so good
0: it is okay i will say when it's it's got one of the best cold it opens i've ever fucking seen in a movie it just throws you into this family with an entity no catching up to speed they've lived there something is there fucking with them and it's horrific the first a minute or two and like,
1: has been fucking yeah, it has been like they're just like oh yeah did, did you see it again yeah okay cool. yeah So I love this movie because
0: there's no buildup. There's no anything. It's just you're thrown into the cold open. Then it goes to them living and just basically living with this entity in their house. And it's got multiple entities. Well, yeah, you find out later multiple because the first one that pops up on screen is like kind of like burnt or like deformed. He is a fucking weird looking dude. And then you'll see later on once later on that one comes out of the dryer just
1: like burnt and bloodied and yeah so i i i classify them as the one with clothes the crawling one and then prisoner guy yeah the screamy one yeah yeah okay so
0: this has got um fucking what's her face from final destination as the mom yeah her Uh, name
1: is fuck what's her name um She's has got Allie Larder Yeah she's got Allie Larder in there And then you know So she t- To give you an idea If you ever saw Any of the Resident Evil movies Yeah She is Claire Redfield Or fi- all, like I think she's in A lot of the final
0: I know she's in A few of the final destinations She's,
1: a, she's in the first Final <sighs> destination
0: Yes She's in that She's a great actress She is uh, A single mom Living with a son And a daughter And she is Dating I think it's a school
1: teacher um, From the Sun school I'm pretty sure nice. It's not necessarily implied that they're dating. Oh, they mo- banging. Yeah, they're banging. <laughs> it's more like they want a relationship together, but they're also trying not to stress out the family dynamic. Right. Enough. Hey,
0: son, I'm dating your favorite teacher. Yeah, that's true. Because the kid and the teacher do have a pretty good relationship, and they do like science experiments and stuff like that together. So yeah, the 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 plot of this movie is simple. There's a family living in this house with all these crazy entities, and you're just along for the ride. And it had me in the beginning I was really into it and then it hit a point where it took a the story took a turn and I was completely out of it I did not like that element and
1: then Yeah cuz they're like okay set up set up set up set up set up left field yeah, left field and, and you're like yeah eh. I don't know but then one once they hit you with that left field curveball they slowly start reeling yep. you back in So it happened to you too then Oh yeah yeah Okay yeah, yeah. so yeah same thing yeah I mean I, I liked the left field thing. I was like, okay, this is 100% different. This is not something you'll ever see with another exactly. movie. Exactly. But I was also like, eh, I don't think they should have done it that way. <laughs> right. But as they start reeling you back in, you're like- Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I get you. Yeah. I see where you're going because with
0: this. Because they, they throw this like twist, and it's funny, because right before it happened, Gabby was like, oh, my God, I know it's going to happen. And then it happened. She's like, I fucking knew it. So if you kind of are paying attention, you can kind of see what's coming. And it flows like, oh, shit. Okay. And then you get to the end, and there is a slight another twist. You're just like, I don't know what I don't know what's going on and I I love that movie 100% yeah, yeah. fucking on board with that movie. It's funny because I've never had a movie do that where I was so into it, totally out of it and then just drawn right back into it. I gave it a uh, I gave it a 4 out of 5. I gave it a 4 out of 5. As well. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It was such a fun ride. It was it was like I said a random Netflix find. It's got Ali Lauder in it which she's amazing. I love her and it's just got great great acting I, okay the only...
1: also can we give it up to the kids in this movie yeah. that did a fucking good job because like kid actors they're either really good or they're really bad yeah,
0: literally there's really no in between
1: and these kids fucking crushed it
0: that daughter is so goddamn precious she's oh, yeah. so
1: fucking precious yeah Sorry,
0: i had to say that <laughs> um so, yeah, the kids were good, and but the only problem I had was the CG. Some of the CG was really bad. Like, when they're not fully formed, they're kind of the entities, and they're, like, going through walls, and I was sitting there, like, oh, that's not good. So, okay, I will
1: agree with that, but then the things that made up for it was, like, the water dropping at night. That was cool, and yeah. And then as the entity starts to appear, the water stops, like, almost, like, time stops, and I'm like- that's fucking new. Yeah. Like, you don't sit, like, creepy shit's gonna start happening. So everything else just stops.
0: Yeah, and they're playing Monopoly, and like, everything kind of starts raising up and spinning, and it's like, oh, fuck, what's happening? And then it's just, I loved what they did with it. I was fucking blown away by this movie. Yeah. Very, no, very it, surprised.
1: Uh, and it was a 2015
0: release. And it only got, it, it, it appeared at uh, South by Southwest. It actually won an award from South by Southwest. And then it appeared at uh, Popcorn Frights. Those are two festival, two horror festivals in the U.S. Never got a theatrical release. It just went straight to DVD,
1: which is a fucking shame. Which is funny because it's rated TVMA. Yeah, it's <laughs> super weird. Which so. means they probably aired it on like sci-fi. Or something.
0: They might have, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that probably aired somewhere, and I hope it did. And I want to get the word out about this movie because this is seriously a 100 percent, you know, under the radar movie that I've never even heard of, and I don't even know if people have how many people have seen this movie. Um, I'm gonna look to see if there's any fun trivia. There's one thing, and P- Patrick Fischler and Mark Steger both worked together previously on the Pact. And the Pact. Oh fuck! That's a nut. Have you seen the Pact? I have not. Okay. Side little sidebar here. The Pact and Pact Two are great movies. I I don't know if they're streaming anywhere. They used to be on Netflix, but th- those are you need to check those out. Re- but just sidebar. I recommend Pact and Pact Two if you can find them. Great movies. Uh, kind of supernatural, thrillery types of movies. So that's the only trivia. That there is for it. Um, so
1: here, here's why I love IMDb. We are singing the praises of this movie, right? Oh, and what is their shit reviews? So the the one review that comes up because they only ever sh- showcase one review. User Todd Smith three three six six three on March fifth, twenty nineteen. So not very long ago. Honestly, uh, the the title is Shame on the director. Honestly, how can this guy? Alistair LeGrand, who's the director, be happy with the acting here. Lead Actress has no range of any skill or ability. What? Ugh, insulting waste of time. Laughable premise here, too. Really, I guess the director doesn't mind insulting intelligence. I'll never get that 90 minutes back ever. Wow.
0: He didn't even rate it. Yeah. Wow. And then you have 6 out of 10. You have, you know, 8 out of 10. You've got 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. So, yeah, a lot of people like this. And there's that fucking douche canoe, like, fuck, douche
1: move. You obviously have no love for movies. No. <laughs> it- doesn't mind insulting intelligence, yeah. which means he was not smart enough to understand. the Jesus, movie. I, I mean, I, I I
0: do agree with like there was that, that one that one part where it lost me, and I really didn't like it. That but that was it, and and then the, you know
1: some of the walking but they, CG, but they pick you back exactly. up like fifteen
0: minutes later. What movie loses you almost towards the end, and then like, you know what? We're gonna bring you right back. Like that and is never And It's n- like they never lose happened. you
1: on purpose.
0: It's like yeah, it's almost like they they do it on purpose. I don't know, man. Uh, I know everyone's gonna have a difference in opinions on movies, but it do that is an awful review. I do not, I do not agree with that at <laughs> all. Fuck you. What was his name? Tom? T- uh, Todd Smith. Uh,
1: Todd, Todd Smith dash three three six six three. Todd Smith, have you ever listened to this? Fuck you. <laughs> I want to see what else this guy's.
0: Oh my god, we uh, should. Okay, so so you liked Mandy, right? Okay, oh, oh, you know what? It's so funny that you said that because there's actually a, a line from that movie I want to quote, but yes, I did it, so go ahead. So
1: he reviewed Mandy, too. Okay. So, so bad, it's actually funny. <laughs> That's it? Um, so, so bad, it's actually funny? OMG, what happened to Nick Cage? Too many drugs, too much booze. His acting choices have... A- Should uh his acting choices should get his agent fired? This is literally the worst film I've ever seen. Do not believe the reviews. I wasted four ninety nine on this. Okay,
0: so I feel like we need an episode where we just go on this guy's profile and read everything. Those are the only two. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, real quick though about Mandy because that was a masterful fucking piece of art. It was so bizarre. It, but yeah, but that's why I like. I hate no, it. No,
1: it was great. I hate it. It was a great it. movie, but I like. I was watching it, and I'm like the The payout. Yeah, I know, the pay uh, like it it was one of those movies that left me like, I am tired. Yeah, it I was tired. like my brain, my brain is trying to connect too many dots. Like I saw this one thing in this one scene that I thought was gonna be important and had nothing to do with the movie.
0: Yeah. um, I know we talked about this a few episodes back with me and Gabby, but I hated it up until basically the end when and then I got the payout and then I looked back on everything and totally changed my mind. And I think I gave it like a four to five. But with that being said, there is one fucking line in this, or a, a, a part where Nick Cage is uh, has dialogue, and it made me cry, roll on the floor laughing when he comes home to his uh, Mandy. I don't know if they're married or whatever. He comes home to Mandy. He's like, "Knock, knock," and she's like, "Who's there?" He's like, "Eric Estrada," and she's like, "Eric Estrada? Who? Eric Estrada from Chips?" I was like, what the fuck kind of knock
1: knock joke is that? Also, those that were really good Nick Cage impression. <laughs> <laughs> Those a really good, Nick Cage. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I thought that I just had to say that. I forgot to say that on that episode, but that had me fucking <laughs> cry laughing. Um, okay, so let's get back on track. We got distracted with fucking idiot Tom and his shitty reviews. Todd Smith, Todd Smith whatever, fucking twat. Okay. Uh, anyway, we, we
1: should we should do an episode where we just compile our favorite movies yeah. and read bad yeah bad yeah I, bad would, I would love movies. to do that yeah movies that
0: we like and just go and find the bad ones and be like "Why, what? what no okay so <laughs> just, just uh, arguing pull a fucking jane silent bomb and show up to their <laughs> house and start punching kids in the throat are you so-and-so from imdb bam <laughs> fuck
1: you movie poop shoot.com
0: <laughs> i actually just watched that recently too it's a good movie it's a um movie. Okay, so let's let's get back on track here. That was The Diabolical from 2015. That one is streaming on Netflix. Fuck What Todd Says, go watch that one. It is an hour and 26 minutes, low commitment, really fun. I I, want to know what other people think about this movie. I want to know if, because Gabby was the same way. She was lost with it and then reeled right back in. And I I really like that tactic. I don't even know what to call that. So I want to know because
1: it's not something that a movie normally does.
0: Exactly. If you lose me in a movie, I'm usually out. So and normally you lose me in like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, first or second act. But this was third act, and I and I was like, nope, I'm done. So please go watch this. Hit me up on Facebook. Review it. Something. I, I got to know what other people think about this. And that is the die. Post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, Fright-mare's man. Frightmares podcast. Frightmares podcast. Let's do this. Okay, so let's get to the last movie. Uh definitely my favorite out of all of them. Um, really? Oh yeah, like like as a, as a whole, like the Diabolical was my favorite, like the like the one that just kind of stood out because it was unexpected. But Orig- Ouija Origin of Evil is just one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, because if you watch the first one, it's okay,
1: and it's- I I will agree. The first one is just okay. Exactly. This oh. is a for a sophomore film. It is way, way better
0: than the first. It just came out of nowhere and just amped everything up. Yes. <laughs> so have you you've seen you've seen the first one, right? Yes. Okay, so I've yeah. seen
1: I've seen pretty much everything out of the conjuring universe. Okay.
0: So yeah, the first one, um Obviously, this is a prequel, so we, the o- Origin of Evil takes place before the first one. It takes place in the same house, if I'm not mistaken, because in the beginning of the first one, when the chick hangs herself with those Christmas lights, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's the same fucking house. I, I think it is. Oh, wait, no, it is, because at the end, yeah, it's it's absolutely the same house, yes, yes, because at the end, yes, I don't want to spoil it, but it is, it is the same house, and it focuses around a family who... Does fake um what do they call like seances? Basically? Yeah.
1: So this was a thing in the late fifties into the late sixties. Um, because this takes place in the seventies, I believe. No, oh, in no. sixty-seven. Oh, 67. Okay, yeah. there you go. Cool. Perfect. So this is a thing that like actually happened. Um, that sp- that spawned what we now refer to as the Satanic Panic of the seventies and eighties. Um, And it was people that were doing seances, that were doing tarot card readings. Basically all of that psychic, clairvoyant, hoodoo voodoo type of shit for people. And a lot of times they were doing it more or less maliciously to scam money out of people. Um, In Origin of Evil, you know, they do it as more of a coping mechanism for people. Right. They... Even in the beginning of the movie, like, they do this one thing for this guy, and he's like, oh, here's my money. And the woman's like, nah, I'm not going to Yeah, take
0: she the doesn't money. even take the money, so they're really doing it to, like you said, help people cope with their lost loved ones or whatever. Right. Yeah,
1: even if the methods are more or less questionable.
0: Right, yeah, because, you know, they've got all this stuff set up, and she's kind of controlling stuff with her legs and arms, and, you know, she's got both daughters kind of uh, helping as well. There's
1: one daughter, like, locked in a trunk that's yeah. making shit so they, jiggle.
0: They put on a great show, and if it, you know, if it helps people, and they're not even charging them, fucking whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the focus is around that, and then... So, um, and by the way, real quick, they did a great job at matching the daughter and the mother. They fucking looked like actual mother and daughter. I don't know if you noticed that. Wait, which which daughter? The younger daughter, the blonde-haired one. Okay, yeah. Who was played by, hold on a second, played by Lulu Wilson, who is also in Annabelle Creation, which is another sequel that just completely ousted the first one. Um, So she's a
1: really good actress. What's up? Also, speaking of Lulu Wilson, because this popped up on uh, IMDb, Simon Pegg and Lulu Wilson are going to star in an action thriller called Becky. Oh, shit. Okay. Right, right on. There's not really a whole lot of uh, I'll mark info that. about it. I'll mark that but, one down. yeah, it, uh, Variety posted it on huh. the 10th of May. All right.
0: Sorry, Sorry about yeah. that. No, no, no. no that's no. a complete side note. I was no, just no, like, oh, look. that, that
1: looks interesting. Yeah,
0: so, uh, so it's Lulu Wilson and... Her name's Doris in the movie and her sister Lena and mother Alice. And fuck what was I saying? Oh yeah, so they're after after they do that first kind of séance, the older daughter Lena goes to like a get together with uh friends and yeah, they sneaks out at night. Yeah, pa, and they're like, "Ooh, let's play with this Ouija board." And I'm like, this is where the movie goes downhill. So they're playing with it and one of the girls every time it answers something, she's like, "Oh my god." And then it answers something she's oh, my God. It and was... it,
1: it almost looks like they recycled that scene, too. Yeah, it does. From the first one? No. Oh, oh you're just her saying, oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> like they shot it once, and then they were like, all right, we're just going to recycle like, this oh one oh scene. God, yeah. Because her head moves in the exact same motion, the her, the timbre of her voice stays the exact same. Oh, that's funny. I'll have I'm, to, uh... I'm like, this is almost lazy. Almost too good. Almost <laughs> lazy filming. <laughs> So she's she's getting like
0: all freaked out, and uh, they're playing, and you know nothing really happens. So then the mother goes to get a Ouija board to kind of spice up what? Actually, she's just out buying candles. Oh, shit, that's right. And she comes across the Ouija board. Yeah, and board. she
1: looks at it, and she's like... And
0: then she just picks it up on a whim. Yeah, takes it home and kind of uses it in her setup, so she's got magnets on her knees, and she's kind of controlling it. And the second that she starts doing that upstairs Doris starts answering the questions that the mother is asking downstairs because the mother's just like, you know, fucking around with it. Like, oh, are you a ghost here? And she's like, yes, we can hear you. And I'm like, oh God. And, and we... we can see you. Yeah, and we can and see I was you. Oh my God! Fucking nightmares! So she stops playing and answering and asking the spirits questions. And then Doris kind of snaps back too. And the older daughter's like, who are you talking to? And the little girl's like, what? I don't, I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, okay, red flag, red flag. And then, yeah, the movie from that point she basically kind of opens up spirits into the house and it just starts going downhill.
1: Yeah, and the thing, one of the things I like about this movie is it ramps up, like, you get the first 15 minutes and you're like, all right, cool, movie. And then after the first 15 minutes, it's just like fucking strap in, rock it off.
0: Yeah, it just exponentially goes and goes and goes until the end. And obviously, we're not going to spoil this one because this is a movie that, if you haven't seen, you absolutely need to see. And, um... I, it, it, there is one kind of plot point where the they like the house goes they put that foreclosure sign on the house because I guess the mom I mean she's not taking money from people. I don't even know what she does in the movie. Well, she's supposed to be doing the scam seance business. Yeah, and she's not sex I know, she didn't accept money, so I don't know what she's doing, but the, uh, the daughter just, like, finds money in the fucking walls of the house, and she's like, Daddy led me to it. So you're led to think that the spirit in the house is their father trying to help them out, but then you realize it ain't her daddy. It is not that. It is an evil entity out for, um... I don't even know. Vengeance? Revenge? Like, what? I don't know what the evil entity wants. but No, it... It,
1: it tells you what it wants. Oh, it does? I just can't
0: say it without spoiling it. Fuck, okay. I must have missed that. All I'll, right. tell, I'll tell you off air. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, you're basically along with this family for the ride
1: and the fucking whole ending sequence. The Whoa. So, so that last two-minute ending scene is one of my favorite endings. Are you talking about when they're in the house or the- The, uh, the end
0: end. Like literally the last scene. So with the daughter talking to yes, okay, yes, got it. Okay, yeah, and that... where
1: she, where she's staring at him, and then off in the corner. Yeah, oh, 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 it... I was like,
0: oh, did you wait until the end though? Because there's an after fucking credit scene. Oh no, I didn't. Fuck, I'll sh- I'll pull it up when we when we're done and show you because it literally because the end of the movie when they're in the house totally. Links right up to the begin or well, I don't know, the beginning or middle of the first one, so it ties in the story
1: very nicely because I mean, so okay, what? I, so I did see this in theaters, so I probably have seen it because I like sitting through credits anyway. Because fucking Marvel has ruined me I, for doing that. Fucking, I know. I do it with every, every movie every now. movie
0: now. I just sit there if I if I can get a signal in the theater, I'll be like, does this fucking movie have an after? Okay, cool, I can leave. <laughs> but Yeah, so. The, yeah, the whole ending sequence ties into the first one very well, and then if you wait till after the credits, it even links it up even more, and you realize that someone that is in the first movie is uh, a, a, someone in the in the, the the prequel, and you're like, oh my fuck! So it really ties it in together. I really enjoyed the, where the story went, and kind of it almost makes the first one better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of what they did before, so yeah. If you have anything else to say about this, because I don't want to spoil anything, but I just want to—I want people to see this movie. It's—it is—it's is a, so it's a good. good
1: movie. Um, really good imagery, and uh, uh, there, there are some points I feel that the girl that plays Doris, um, the acting could be just a little bit slightly better. Yeah, because th- there are some points where she. Gets almost a spacey look on her face, and sort of like looks off, like almost like she's reading her lines. Yeah. Like it doesn't happen a lot, but it happens. It happened enough for me to like notice it and be like,
0: eh. maybe I feel like that was what she was just going for, because she's kind of possessed almost at that it, point. It, she's it, just
1: no. It totally could have been, and that could have just been me reading too into the movie as I'm supposed as, yeah. to be doing. <laughs> I was supposed to be critiquing everything. So no, that could have totally been that they were going for that kind of spacey yeah. whatever. But I was just like eh. So that was
0: that was your flaw was your little flaw yeah, with it. Yeah, but
1: other than that, it's it's a darn near perfect move.
0: Yeah, I gave it a four and a half out of five because I, I can't remember I, I gabby what the one problem i can't i'm having trouble thinking of it but yeah it is literally a near perfect movie there's no slow parts and um, out of the
1: conjuring universe series fuck, I, dude, i would put it at number two what's your first fucking conjuring two yeah conjuring because <laughs> so, Con- i i think i've told you this before conjuring two is the only you know when they show you like theater clips from horror movies yeah and these people are all freaking out and throwing their popcorn and shit that's the one you threw your popcorn at. yeah that is that is the one movie that i've ever been sitting there and it's the tv scene where she's looking at the tv looking around back looking at the tv looking around around back and he's like my house and i literally threw like a 15 (laughs) dollar popcorn in the air and i was pissed as fuck yeah it's never good to waste that money Uh, and it was like a full thing of popcorn too, because I wait until the movie starts to eat. Yeah. Start
0: eating my popcorn. Party foul, man. <laughs> but no, that's that's fucking hilarious. But yeah, as as a as a good as a horror movie, it fucking works on every level. It checked all my boxes for what I like about horror movies, and uh, it's only an hour and thirty nine, so it's not much over the
1: uh, my little sweet spot for times. And, and, it's, and it, you know, you, you're sitting there watching it. Granted, I had to watch it at work last night, so I had people constantly coming yeah. in. So, an hour, 39-minute movie takes me three and a half hours to watch. Yeah. So, sometimes they feel longer than that to me, but even with the pause play, pause play, pause play, like, still, I like, it never felt slow. No. Everything that's going on in the movie is... Unlike Ishtab, very well explained. Oh, fucking perfectly explained. Like, there's a whole five minute sequence of them explaining why everything is going on in the house to the detail of, okay, this is happening because of this. And
0: I loved that when they, when they, because they find something in the wall that like, literally, and they have like that scene and it's like,
1: okay, this is what's happening. Oh, cool, cool. I'm up to speed. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm good. They, they give you literally the entire history of the house and why everything is happening. And it's like, boom, boom, boom done here you go all in a nice five minute scene you're like well shit yeah all right no more questions let's keep going
0: and that's what makes the ending when they get to that room at the end even better because it's it's just fucking it's a miraculous movie and uh yeah i four and a half stars four and a half stars would recommend two thumbs up
1: i think i rated it i think you gave it a four no I i gave it a three and a half oh wow so what's your like four and a half star movie then my, my four and a half was... like what would
0: you give like what's a movie i guess conjuring two probably conjuring two
1: um i mean i don't know that's fine uh, like i i because i i can't like like pull a movie out of my head and be like a four i know and a half, five i stars. really put you on the spot Oh my god. <laughs>
0: um I, oh yeah there's one scene i did want to mention that really just creeped me out when doris is talking to uh her sister's kind of like little fling that she has and she's like do you know what it's like to be strangled to death? And then she goes into gruesome detail of what it feels like, what happens. Fun and I'm just like,
1: ah! Fun fact, I was I actually I paused the movie and looked up like what it feels like from survivors. Apparently it's spot fucking on. Yeah. And Which that,
0: makes me really uncomfortable. That scene, and, and then the guy's just like, uh. Okay, so and then he leaves. And I think I'll come back later. And then, But it's funny because he comes back later on. She's like, Do you want to see something? And he's like, Yeah, sure. Like, no, she just explained to you what strangling to death feels like. Do not follow her into that fucking room, you idiot. It's
1: like, God damn it. People make the worst decisions in these movies. Well, no, actually, he says, No, I think I'll come back later. But he eventually does, though. Yeah, because you. You trust the little girl.
0: No. If I had a girl explain to me what it's like to feel strangled, I'd be like, I'm not coming back to this house. Goodbye forever. I don't even care how... No, I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. Goodbye. I don't don't care how hot your sister is. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm sorry. So, yeah, she does a really great job. And also, this is directed by Mike Flanagan. He is seriously one of the best modern masters of horror because, let's see, let's go down his little list of what he's done because I've never seen a bad movie by him. It started... I mean, he did a few things, uh, Make Believe in Still Life and The Ghost of Hamilton Street, which I've never heard of. Those are some of his previous movies, and those are from, like, 2003 and before. What really kicked off his career was Absentia in 2011, which is a great first movie. Then you have Oculus, which is—I eh. liked Oculus. I mean, it wasn't—okay, it wasn't amazing, but— no, I,
1: It wasn't bad. I just—it wasn't great.
0: Also, fun fact, uh, the girl who plays— Oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry, hold on. The uh, the um, mirror from Oculus can be seen in Ouija Origin of You. it's in there. I don't know if you noticed it, but it's there. Really? The same, yeah, the same mirror from, it's uh, in the, I think it's in the room in the ending sequence, I believe, but it's in there. It's somewhere in the house.
1: Oh, I'll have to after watch yeah. it again. So
0: you've got <laughs> Oculus in 2013, and then you have Hush in 2016, which, which was
1: phenomenal. Yeah, fuck it, phenomenal I, movie. I went into that movie being like, all right, but then I watched it and I was like. Yeah, I was hooked the whole time. Fun fact
0: too, the girl who stars in that, uh, let me get her name real quick. Katie Siegel. That is his wife, IRL. So he is married to Katie Siegel. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. At least I'm at least I think so. Cause he cause she is in literally everything that he's done. He she's in Hush. She's in Ouija. She's in Gerald's game. Like he's she's in everything. And then you have uh Did you see Before I Wake? That's another Flanagan one. Did you see that one? It's about the kid who. So, uh,
1: yes, I did. I did not pay attention to it. Okay, so I need to watch it again.
0: I'm pretty sure that's actually a Netflix. Um, I think Netflix owns that one. I'm pretty sure it's still on there. But it's basically about the kid who starts dreaming things, and his dreams come to life, which is great until he has a fucking nightmare. You know, and then so then you know. Yes, and by the way, Katie Siegel is married to uh to Mike Flanagan, so. And then after Before I Awake, you've got Ouija Origin of Evil, Gerald's Game. And then he also did the Haunting of Hill House TV series for... No, uh, he,
1: he only did one episode, though.
0: No, he did all ten episodes. No. Yeah, he did He did the whole... He directed all that, dude.
1: Well, see, what I'm looking at is the Haunting of, uh, of Hill House TV series, one episode. Steven sees a ghost. What?
0: What are you looking at? IMDb. Yeah, IMDb. Mike Flanagan, right there, director. What? What? Mine says one episode. That doesn't make any fucking sense. What the hell? Okay, well, I don't know. He did, he had something to do with fucking the Haunting of Hill House. I don't know. Maybe he was the editor or something. Whatever. He's involved with it, and I know he, I think he's doing. I think he's doing the next one that they're doing. It's like Haunting of Bly Manor or something like that. He's also doing one called
1: uh, Dr. Sleep. I know, which comes out this fucking year. I'm so excited for it. It comes out uh, in November, I believe. So years following the events of The Shining, a now adult Dan Torrance meets a young girl with similar powers as his and tries to protect her from a cult known as the True Knot, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. That sounds fucking sick oh
0: yeah it's a stephen king novel too there's a he's got there's a book out that i have on um i've got it on uh, how, audible
1: how have i not heard about this
0: I didn't hear about it until I heard about this. And then I realized that it was based on the Stephen King uh, novel, which, by the way, Ewan McGregor is playing grown up Danny Torrance. And I'm fucking in. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to be a good movie. And that, yeah, like I said, it's expected to come out November 8th this year, which I'm super fucking stoked for.
1: Also, in related news, uh, The Shining is due to arrive on 4K Ultra HD this fall. That.
0: Yep. I'm excited for that. So, yeah, uh, Mike Flan again. God bless you and all your awesome movies. I seriously can't wait to see what he comes out with next. His library as of right now is fucking stellar. So that is all the movies that we have right now or that we're going to review today. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we go into my recommendations and news or in trivia? No. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. All right, cool. So yeah, uh, let's get into my recommendations, and I have a fucking cornucopia of, of recommendations. I, I've got
1: I've got some uh, additions to your Perfect. recommendations. All right,
0: so I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna start with 13 Ghosts. Uh, that is a fucking classic
1: movie. So also, if you can find it, watch 13 Ghosts from the 2000s. Then go back and watch 13 Ghosts. From the
0: 1950s. Yeah, because I didn't even know this until you told me that 13 Ghosts from 2001 was a remake, and I sat there wondering why I hadn't heard of that before. Because <laughs> it's from,
1: because it's from the 50s. Yeah, you're probably right. Which, funny enough, the uh, glasses that they use are an homage to the original. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna try and find
0: that and track that down to watch. But yeah, Thirteen Ghosts. It's uh, so hokey. Is it really? It's the oh, it's so hokey. I'm it's ready. So good. My it, body is it ready. It warms my heart. <laughs> um, now I didn't. I know there's a couple on my list that are streaming, but I didn't look at everything to see if they're streaming because I own Thirteen Ghosts. I don't need to stream it. It um, is. Uh, it is not. But it's only like a $2.99 re- uh, rent. Okay. On there you go. Amazon. Well worth the $2.99. Um, also, in that same kind of vein, because it is by the same director, you've got Ghost Ship, which we've talked about on this podcast before. We've reviewed it.
1: Fucking great.
0: Fucking great. I, I recommend that one. And uh, moving on to 1408, which really isn't a paranormal ghost movie, but it kind of is.
1: It's got, so you know. So I saw the title card for this like two or three times as I was scrolling through, and I was like, do I want to watch this? I don't know. I love that movie.
0: It's got Joan Cusack in a hotel room. Because he's a writer and he's gonna stay the night in this, you know, haunted hotel room. And I fucking love that movie. Okay. I love it. I'll
1: definitely give it a watch because You've never seen it? No. Oh my god, go watch that movie. <laughs> no, no, it's be, so good. Cause like I was I was scrolling through stuff and I was like fourteen oh eight. Okay, and then I would like go and watch something else. And then I'd be scrolling through again and be like, see fourteen oh eight. Like it's popped up like six times on my where, recommended. Where's
0: it streaming? Is it, recommendations where?
1: I think on
0: uh, Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, if it's streaming, yeah, I would definitely go check it out because it is—it's a really good movie. It um, may not
1: have been streaming; it just may have been on my recommended list. Okay,
0: okay. Well, nonetheless, my you know,
1: Amazon does that.
0: Yeah, it kinda, I hate when it does that. <laughs> so check that one out. So like, uh, oh
1: go yeah, check out this highly rated horror movie. It's like nine dollars, Trent, and I'm uh-huh, gonna watch it. They're gonna do it. <laughs> so I'll be- uh, sell seventies for that one next week. Yo ho. <laughs> Um, okay, obviously,
0: Paranormal Activity, I'm going to recommend those. All seven or fucking 20 of them, whatever they are. We're, uh, we're going to do an entire episode just because there is... I think there's six. Yeah, there's there's six or seven. So we're going to do an entire episode just on that because there's so many things to talk about and how these stories <laughs> intertwines. <laughs>
1: Can we also do an episode... Of all the spinoff or offshoot terrible yes. ones. because
0: Yes, there is a lot of those. Because
1: I was searching through Amazon. And I saw Paranormal Activity. And the one right behind it was called Paranormal Calamity. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, I need to see that. Yes. Uh, there's I'm also, actually watching that tonight. There's
0: also one called Paranormal Entity, and it's surprisingly good. I think it's Spanish. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I saw that one. It's like a the cover art is a person, like, upside down with their hair hanging and, like, screaming. And I was like, I want to watch that. And it was pretty fucking good. it was been a while since I watched it, but I remember it being pretty good. Um, okay, obviously, I'm going to throw out some obvious ones there. Insidious, the whole trilogy, except for, don't watch the fourth one. Wasn't a fan of the fourth one uh watch one two and three conjuring one and two obviously i think we're getting a third one here at some point point. and then oh i put grave encounters on there twice i don't know why i did that grave Encounters. remember how you were saying it goes back and forth between your uh, the entity goes back and forth between kind of like studio filming and like handy uh-huh. if i'm if my memory serves me correct i think this movie does but grave encounters i want to talk about this one have you seen this one I feel like I
1: have, it's but... so good. But I feel like I saw it, like, years ago. Probably. It came out, like, 2011. Re- yeah, so it was probably during my weed-smoking days.
0: <laughs> okay, well, Grave Encounters, if you've ever seen, oh, uh, God, Ghost Adventures with Zach Braff, or, no, Zach Braff, wow, <laughs> Zach Baggins and his crew, it's literally just like that. You've got main guy who looks kind of like Zach Baggins and a camera
1: crew. Was... What's up? So... Maybe I have seen this. Did he go into a house where there was a basement and he was talking about like a goat demon? No. So I don't I don't think so. <laughs> so I saw, I saw a movie with Zach Baggins that he went into a house in like Louisiana and locked himself inside. Like had the fire department come like board up the house with him inside for like thirty six hours or something. And apparently, everybody that went into the house got like super sick. Like one of the experts that came in, all his organs started dying. Oh, like one of his friends in real life committed suicide. Oh, Like, think this is a thing that actually happened, and it was Zach Bagans. Oh, okay. No, I've no. This one was a guy who looked like him. It wasn't actually
0: Zach Baggins. It was like a guy who literally looked like him, kind of acted like him, kind of douchey guy, weird questions, and he's got a camera crew, and they go into a uh, abandoned asylum, stay the night, just like the fucking show, and dude, fucking shit goes completely sideways in the most, like, insane way. I think I have seen dude, this. Dude, Grave Encounters, I feel, is an underrated gem. It takes it to a whole new fucking level, dude.
1: Now I gotta find what fucking movie I'm thinking of.
0: You find that, I'll keep going with my- actually, I've only got one more, and- and that's lights out i loved lights out it's a tight movie it like I, like as in like sh- sh- not very long it's got a good premise good acting really good scares a lot of jump scares and a pretty good um backstory and also we're getting lights out 2 next uh next year i believe so if you've seen lights out and you like it get excited because we're getting a sequel I'm so so,
1: so the movie i'm thinking of is demon house demon house i
0: feel like i've seen that somewhere streaming and now i have to watch it it's Zach, on
1: uh, it's on amazon frodo
0: baggins is in it. i gotta watch it
1: so uh on the recommendations yes. um i watched one that is not necessarily paranormal but i had a lot of fun with it it is called the gracefield incident
0: oh yeah we were briefly talking about that
1: um the title card looks like a woman being dragged by her head by what seems to be a demon so i was like Perfect. all right cool fuck yeah <laughs> um but it starts and it's it's all found footage, which Fuck yes. Automatically gets an automatic three star for me. Yep, it's just right there, right <laughs> there. I'm already I'm already at this level with the rating. <laughs> um and it's this group of friends that are all out in a cabin in the woods somewhere. I think it's like out in Montana or someplace. Okay. Midwest. Yeah, and then, you know, they're just doing mid 20 something stuff, just hanging out, doing chilling hood in the rat hot tub. with the hood rat friends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then a meteor hits. Bum. Bum, bum. And shit goes fucking south. Awesome. Gotta see that. Uh, the acting isn't super phenomenal. The CG at some times can get real wonky, but it's a fun time. I'm gonna write that down and uh, it is, a, find it that is one. a fun time. I would rate it at like a 3.5, maybe a 4.
0: That's usually where my movies end up being, is like right about like 3 to 3.5. And uh, I'm okay with that. I like watching good movies
1: oh (laughs) i know
0: what would sit at a four and a half okay shoot uh priest exorcism fuck yeah i think i gave that one a five honestly because i was like this is fucking phenomenal okay so that's that's your caliber for four and a half. all right cool
1: uh all the foreign movies that we did dude because they're (laughs) they're so
0: fucking good they just they really just know how to create suspense and horror and drama uh is there anything else you wanted to recommend or was that at gracefield i what?
1: mean i, I can recommend movies all day but i'm not going was it to gracefield
0: report the gracefield incident. incident okay cool so that is our recommendations let's get on to some trivia real quick let's play some trivia i don't remember actually well you definitely beat me i came in last
1: last time yeah, so, so you so can go be, ahead no and, that we'll we'll let you go first give you the upper what, hand what the fucking pity <laughs> a, a pity one
0: all right let's go let's go let's do this I got green. Green. All right. Now remember, if that one's already marked off, then you get free rein on what you get to pick.
1: It is not marked off. Fucking all right. So in the 2014 movie Goodnight Mommy, what body part of the mother is bandaged? Face. Yes. That I, one wasn't. I, I refuse weird. to ever say titular. I, I From those cards, I'm ever done. Again. I'm
0: done with titular. I don't even want. Oh fuck. Huh. There's a 13 ghost question. Nice. Uh, it was a green. Okay, that was a green one. I gotta mark that off real quick. Oh shit. Sorry. I can't reach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do it up. I got a big head, little (laughs) arm. Take my strong arm. Okay. Blue. Blue. And we were just talking about this before we went on air. In Human Centipede, first sequence, 2009, what is the name of the villainous surgeon who devises and performs the procedure? Oh, fuck. I have no idea.
1: Dr. Krieger. Dr. Krieger. Dr. Joseph Heiter. Heiter. At least I kept it in German. You got doctor, right?
0: okay i'll mark that one off all right i was just i was just going for Archer. oh wait fuck it's mine
1: <laughs> you only got a new season coming out yeah yeah let's see Oh, green, sorry green yeah green, green again. again okay okay you got this one i know for a fact you got this one i in the 1977 version of suspiria Ooh. what type of dancer is protagonist suzy banion what type of dancer yes Ballet dancer? Got okay, it. perfect. Damn.
0: <laughs> fucking rolling right along. Suspidia. All right. Mark you up. I still haven't seen either of those. Okay. I mean, they're I are on my list. I want you to watch both because I want to know what you, you know, we, we talked about this last episode, but I really want to know what you think of both of them because they, they're fucking remakes. They're,
1: they're, fucking they're on my list. Right. I just have a lot of stuff to watch.
0: Do, 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 do. Purple.
1: Purple. All
0: right. Ooh, that one's already marked off. All right. Fuck. Actually, these are all really good questions. Ooh, um, I'm gonna. Th- uh, okay, here we go. Because uh, this, act- we've actually talked about this actress on the podcast before. What actress? Is pla- Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing that every fucking episode. <laughs> fucking Helen Hunt. It's gonna be. I swear to God, it's gonna be an answer one day, and I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Okay, what actress played Jesse Berlin Game and Gerald's Game? Bro, I don't fucking know. No? No. Oh, man. Okay. It's Carla Cugino. We talked about her uh, on, no, I think, like the second episode or something like that. Sorry. I thought I, I, there was one, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a trick or treat question, but it was so easy. I didn't want to just lob you a fucking home run. I wanted to give you a little we bit of. We got
1: two jump. points. I got no points. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I, I'll do that next time.
0: All right. Yellow. I, yellow? I can't even remember the last time I rolled a fucking yellow. That's a Slasher, too. Hell yeah. What do we got? No?
1: No, hold on. Um, Is it worded fucking stupid? Yes. Just like I can't speak? (laughs) It is is worded terribly. All right, I'm going to read it as it is worded. Okay. What Halloween 1978 actress played the protagonist Alana in Terror Train
0: 1980? Oh, God. Helen Hunt. No. Who is it? (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. I, all right, I feel stupid now. I was going to say that, but you threw me off with the, the terror train thing, so I was like, I don't... Yeah, no, so she... Oh, she, fuck, she, what Halloween... Ah, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, because her name is not fucking Alana in Halloween. It's uh, Lori Strode, so I, I was... That, oh, god damn it, that threw me off. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Stupid fucking questions. All right, you're up.
1: Yeah. God it, damn it. You know we're going to end up having to get, like, a new trivia I don't... Game, yeah, right? I, well, I know,
0: but it's going to be a while. Like, it'll be a while, because this is only the second run through, and then we still have four more after that, and we've done 13 episodes, so that's at least, fuck, that's like another, like, we're good for a while. (laughs) We'll be good. But yeah, once this is out, we're either going to have to do a new segment or fucking get different trivia, maybe more updated trivia, because this is from, I think the... I think it goes to 2017 yeah it's 1917 to 2017 okay so you wrote a yellow oh, yellow again uh in the 1953 oh wait sorry what 1953 film was released in 3d despite its director andre de toth being blind in one eye and unable to experience 3d effects 1953 <laughs> 1953 so the uh, the director is andrew andre de toth who was blind in one eye, and he he released a film in 3D, and I think there is a, I'm pretty sure there's a remake of this one. Can I get a lifeline, Regis? A lifeline? What's your like? What are you gonna go street shout out? Just run out to the street? <laughs> <laughs> Help no. me! <laughs> no, like,
1: uh, like, okay, is it is it like a
0: creature feature? No. Okay, hold on. Let me let me pull up cuz I'm pretty sure there's a I'll tell you who's in the remake cuz I'm 90 I'm pretty sure I just don't want my memory to serve me wrong. I am the worst with names. Okay, perfect. Well, if you don't know this, I'm going to be very upset. There is a remake and this is exactly what I thought with Paris Hilton. Yes. Yep, there's a remake what? of this movie from 2005 with Paris Hilton and she fucking gets
1: the only movie that I can think of with Paris Hilton is House of Wax. Boom. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Nailed it.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Two to one. Yeah, I, I was like, because I, I I always get that. Con- I always get House of a Thousand Corpses, House of Wax, and I think there's another one like House of something that I always get confused. So I just wanted to double check that I was correct. Oh, the Rising Sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Purple. Okay. You you should get this. Oh God um, damn it. The 1985 Reanimator was based on stories by what author? Ooh, man, fuck!
0: Um, I had no zero authors besides like Stephen King, and I don't think it's Stephen King.
1: No, okay. So I will give you a hint. It is an author who I have told you to listen oh, to his audio Jesus fuck! <laughs> Call back to like the first yeah, episode I was ever on. Fuck. I don't know
0: J.R.R. Martin. I don't, I don't fucking no, know. No H.P. Lovecraft. God fucking shit. I should have known that. Okay, I know two uh, writers. <laughs> God damn it. All right, do it up. Do it up uh, or, or uh, whatever that color. Maroon. is. Maroon. Uh, oh, fucking lob this one right in. Homer. Home run. Who directed the village?
1: Oh, um, fucking. Uh Fuck. Oh uh,
0: shit, M Night Shyamalan. That's the last time I give you help on a goddamn fucking. Now it's tied, son. Of, you son of a bitch. God damn. Oh no, it's my turn.
1: Give it. Give it. Shit. God damn it. I almost said Shyamalan Ding Dong.
0: <laughs> oh please, change your name
1: to that, M knight. Okay, uh, Blue. I've got Blue. All right uh in the 2012 movie Cabin in the Woods okay in the final scene Ugh. what appendage of one of the evil gods emerges from the floor of the temple fuck appendage yes
0: fucking i mean you've only got four appendages or well technically two a uh, fuck arm
1: hand Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: whatever. I'm thinking, like, you know, you've got two arms and two legs. So that's four appendages, but technically two are the same. So. Well, te-
1: technically a finger is an appendage.
0: <sighs> I obviously don't know enough about biology or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot of things. Um, What was that Oh, That was blue. Okay. That was blue. Fucking arm, hand, whatever. Listen to me struggle. Go ahead. Yeah, you're up. I'm Fucking probably going to. Green. Please beat. No, it's not. What is the profession of Aurora in The Orphanage 2007? Yeah, it's kind of a broad. This if this would this would be one to have like a multiple choice on, but it's like, you know, any profession in the world, name one. A teacher. No, a psychic. <laughs> yeah. Oh. See, everyone knows a fucking psychic,
1: see? All right. Let's see, if the, can... so the psychic in horror movies is the equivalent of typing for 15 seconds on a laptop and finding yes. your answer.
0: and it's funny because I just oh, the diabolical they did that where they were she was
1: typing to find all the information and I was like ah, ah horror trope we talked about this ah, <laughs> ah. so you uh, orange orange. All right, in the 2015 movie The Witch, <sighs> what actress portrayed Thomason? Uh, oh my God, do I know her? Like uh,
0: probably not. Ugh, God. Um, blur blur blur. I I I don't even have a funny guess. I don't want to say Helen Hunt again. I've already <laughs> I've already used my one Helen Hunt for uh the episode. So what is it?
1: Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Nope.
0: Fucking three name. Get out of here with that shit. All right. You up?
1: That was a good Apparently movie. Apparently she was in Split. Oh okay. And Morgan. And nothing else I've ever seen. Something called Fathom that's only seven minutes long and apparently involves Slender Man.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Okay. Let's see here. In Videodrome 1983, on what organ is the malignant tumor developed by people who view the the broadcast? (laughs) I almost said podcast. So, what organ is the malignant tumor developed by people who view the broadcast? Basically, you watch this, and you get a malignant tumor on what organ? There we go. That's a much better way to say that. The brain. Fucking, you son of a bitch. Is the
1: brain an organ, though?
0: According to this uh, trivia game, it is. I don't think the brain is technically an organ. Well, let's go to- Time to Google. Let's go to Google. We've got it right here. Uh, I just typed Google into Google. That's not (laughs) how you're going to answer that. Is the brain an organ? uh the brain is the most complex organ in the body
1: okay fair enough <laughs> i'll take it
0: according to the national institute on drug abuse oh that took a weird turn <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so uh you fucking won you motherfucker woo woo. I'm, I'm fucking not doing too hot lately not all aboard the hype train Woo woo. <laughs> all right cool so now let's get on to the news we've got some pretty interesting stuff to talk about this isn't really news it's just kind of funny uh, I, I was scrolling through Facebook, and apparently, a theater in Canada started playing I La saw La Llorona instead of Detective Pikachu. And you know, it started with all the horror trailers before the movie, and it started playing a few minutes of the movie before people were like, "Oh fuck, we messed up." So that's hilarious. I would have loved to have been in that theater. Like, wait a second, this this isn't right. So I thought that
1: was funny and notable to uh, talk and about. And on the and on the uh, subject of detec- Detective Pikachu, which I forwarded this on my Facebook wall. Somebody, and I think it was Ryan Reynolds because it has R Reynolds watermarked. No, it was on. it was him. Yeah, was it? it? it okay, was, it was absolutely yeah, so him. He released a two hour and forty five minute long video, and it has the first like forty five seconds. Yeah, it's got a clip of of the actual movie of the movie, and then for the rest of the two hours and forty five minutes, it's just Pikachu dancing, and it's awesome. It's hilarious. I, I literally sat and watched a good 45 minutes of it. Wow. I had nothing else to do. I was super bored, and I was like, let's watch this. Because maybe, knowing Ryan Reynolds, he'll do that for just long enough and then play the rest of it. Right. And no, I didn't happen. Yeah,
0: I, I, I kind of just skimmed through it all the way to the end, and it was just like him doing the same dance routine. It's like, this is this is so great. He's I love it. He's it such, was fantastic. He, he's such a troll. I love it. It's just like the same thing when he, uh, he did something for uh, the New Avengers where... Basic, I don't know if he did it, but it was like a Deadpool thing where when you went to search for a mo- like the Avengers movie, it brought you to the new Deadpool 2 movie. Mm-hmm. It was fucking hilarious. I was like, God damn it. I love Ryan Reynolds. It's amazing. So I thought that was funny. Uh, and the next bit we have here is something I don't give a shit about, but I'm sure somebody does. Purge 5 is going to be coming out next summer, and is fucking so done with that series? I just need to- That series has a
1: hardcore following. See, I, I was with it for I, one, two, and three. I ha- I know people that make it like their fucking mission to go see it opening night in theaters. And I'm like, fucking why?
0: I don't understand. It-
1: Even the first one wasn't no. that great
0: the first one was not great to me because i thought the whole movie was going to be them trying to get into the house but they get into the house in like the
1: first 30 minutes and i uh, oh i was like all right i guess yeah it ends up becoming like a watered down version of the strangers
0: yeah it's like exactly exactly because they get in the house and then they're just like torturing like terrorizing these people two and three were fucking great i loved uh anarchy and election year i thought those were amazing two was probably my favorite but they were definitely way better than the first one
1: yeah, it's just.
0: <sighs> and then they did First Purge, and I didn't even watch that. See,
1: uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't and care. And see, I watched First Purge, and <laughs> they they explain like, oh yeah, we, this has to work, so they hire the. Spoiler alert! Sp- oh, I haven't seen it. Don't, I don't want to know. I mean, I'm gonna see it at some
0: point. I really? I don't want spoilers. No. Fine, fine. Because I, 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 I know I just I I'm done with it, but I know there will be a time where I want to watch it, and I don't want to have it spoiled. Fair I'm enough. sorry. Fair enough. But,
1: like, okay, just tell me, what did you think of it real quick? Uh, so, it made sense, the way they did it, to set it up for the Purge to continue happening. Uh Uh-huh. However, (laughs) based on, like, human beings, it would never fucking happen. Okay. Like, even at, unless they kept doing that same one thing every year... Okay. Human beings, like, as a species, like, you're not going to go out and just fucking murder people. Well, I mean, not most people, yeah. Some like, people might, like but... Like, 99% of the... Okay, the entire U.S. does this once a year. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Like, I, like, I can't handle looking at somebody getting, like, a minor cut sometimes in movies if it is in an uncomfortable place. Right, right. Like, Jackass Number 1, where they're giving each other paper yeah, cuts. Oh! Like, okay, seeing that, I get squeamish. Uh, yeah, like, I'm gonna go out and shoot a motherfucker in the face? Hell no. You no, know,
0: I'd go out and just, like, steal shit. That's about all i do. Go get, like, a TV or something. <laughs> I wouldn't be murdering people. But um, you're gonna
1: get murdered for stealing a TV. Yeah,
0: you're probably right. See, and the reason I was, like, already kind of, like, turned off by the first Purge is because I call the... First actual purge, the first purge. So now you have one called the first purge, and then you have the actual for it's, Ah, it's confusing. Yeah. So that'll be out next year. Uh, uh, whatever. I'll go see First Purge before go
1: I... go waste your fifteen dollars. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: um Also, Bruce Campbell announced that uh, although he will not be playing Ash Williams anymore, he did go on to say that we have not seen the last of the Evil Dead franchise. And today, before I got here. I saw a post about an Evil Dead video game, which I got very upset about because I was hoping they would do Evil Dead 2 and have it be a sequel to the 2013 movie because that Evil Dead was amazing. It was pretty darn good. It was good. Fede Alvarez did a fantastic job. I'm pretty sure that's who directed it. And I guess it's just going to be a game.
1: I mean, check it out, but I was hoping for, like, you know, a fucking movie. I don't want to play a video game. We also got to realize, like, Bruce Campbell is, like, going into his 60s now. He's getting old, man. And he didn't even want to be Ash originally. Yeah, and then he He did. He was Sam Raimi's friend, and Sam Raimi was like, you're hilarious, just do it, and you'll never have to do it again. And on the
0: subject of those two, real quick, they're actually going to be at, I think, Spooky Empire in October of this year in Tampa. It's either Sam... Ted, Ted Raimi is the director. Sam, Sam Raimi is yeah. Sam, okay, so Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell Go and be in *Swoon Empire*. So if you want to go see them, go check them out. It'll probably be like four hundred dollars to see them.
1: Yeah. I, so <laughs> I, I had a uh, I had a friend that I used to work with that um, met Bruce Campbell at MegaCon one year. Oh yeah. And apparently he is like the nicest fucking dude.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I've heard he's super nice. So I guess we'll see if it's just gonna be a video game. Or maybe they'll do. I'm hoping for like another movie. That'd be great. But, anyways, moving on to the. Okay, I've got one more thing here, and then I've got one thing saved on my phone that's going to blow everyone's fucking mind. You have two things here. Oh, shit, I do. Sorry, two more things and one thing on my phone. Uh, Read
1: your goddamn paper. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I thought. Okay. Ari Astor's uh, new film, which is the guy who directed Hereditary, his second film called Midsomar, or Midsummer, however you want to say it. There's a trailer out now for it. Haven't watched it, but the description is basically about. A couple who go to visit their friends in Sweden, and things start to kind of heat up when the retreat becomes an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. I'm about it. Fucking about it. It's horror in the daytime, dude. If it's. I'm about it.
1: If it is. Even half as good as Hereditary. Oh yeah, I'm fucking about it.
0: And I already said, and like when we when we talked about Hereditary, it was a while back on the on the podcast. But I said anything from Ari Aster that comes out, I'm fucking there. I don't even need context. Like I'll be there. I don't care. So I'm super excited for that movie because it does sound pretty fucking awesome just on the description alone. And usually descriptions kind of fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> most descriptions. Okay, uh, and apparently. This is the thing that's happening. Chris Rock is teaming up with Lionsgate and Twisted Pictures to reboot the Saw franchise. In an interview, Rock said that he's been a fan of the first song, or he was a fan of Saw since the first movie and is really excited by the opportunity to take the franchise into a really intense and dark place. What?
1: <laughs> it's so out of left field. I had no how, idea. How much do you want to bet that Chris Rock pulls Jordan Peele oh, yeah. in on it? Yeah.
0: I'm sure you will. It's just so weird. I read that, and I sat there like, okay, this, it was from Variety, the first thing I saw, and I was like, I don't even know what Variety is. I don't know how true this is.
1: And then I it's saw- a, It's a magazine. Oh, no, it's I It's a variety of things. Well, I didn't know, like, how-
0: <laughs> I don't know if they make shit up. You know, I, I don't know anything about Variety. So then I saw a couple more articles about this, and I'm sitting there like, I guess this is the thing. So, and it's slated for, like, next year, 2020, in, like, October. So, all right. I,
1: it's just so bizarre. I mean-
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll
1: tell you what. I would, I trust it more that it is coming from Chris Rock than Chris Tucker. Well, okay.
0: (laughs) And I trust that it's Lionsgate and Twisted Pictures because they have done all the Saw movies. So I'm hopeful in the fact that it'll be good because I like Saws 1 through 6. 7 was, I felt, unnecessary, and Jigsaw was okay. 7 was the 3D one, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And that's why I didn't like it because that was the era of 3D where everything was in 3D and they were doing stupid 3D gags. And then everyone realized that it was dumb and they kind of went away with it. And now you just have 3D movies like, you know, Avengers and digital, you know, animated movies. So. Uh, that's why I didn't really like that one. And Jigsaw, I need to rewatch because I watched it one time and it was good. It was, you know, it was, it was okay. So I'm hoping that this will be good. It's just very weird. Rock is going to be an executive producer on it, so I guess we'll see what happens. Um, well, it's,
1: it's like a, well, okay. And as an executive producer, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio was a fucking producer on uh, Orphan. Yeah. So, like,
0: all right, all
1: right. So. He, I, I, He's not directing it, yeah. so it. Yeah, well, that so, just means he's funding it.
0: Yeah, he's helping exactly. So that'll be fun. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Now, get ready to have your fucking head blown into two because this. I thought, I don't. I thought I was dreaming when I read this. I came across an article on Facebook and went to IMDb to to verify it. You remember Fred Durst? Yes. He is directing a horror movie, and it's starring John Travolta. What the fuck year is it? <laughs> Fucking Fred Durst is directing a, a movie? <laughs> like, what, what is happening? <sighs> Sorry, I, I, I don't know if it's going to affect people
1: like it did me, but I fucking my head exploded last night. I, just, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I reading? I'm going to go see it. Heck, I'm yeah. probably going to go see it more than once. It's
0: called, okay, so let's see here. Um, it's, it's called The Fanatic. And it's a, okay, it's a thriller. It's not a Whatever. It, it, it's a thriller movie starring John Travolta, and it's it, the only description that I see right now is, a rabid film fan stalks his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. Like, okay, <laughs> all right. It's got you know director Fred fucking Durst. I, it's, <sighs> it's so fucking bizarre between Chris Rock executive producing Saul and Fred Durst directing a horror, like a thriller. I have no idea what sent like what year it is anymore. I,
1: I so I honestly yes that is fantastic news. However, <laughs> so I weird. feel like there's gonna be a lot of like metaphorical dick sucking in that movie. Why? What the no, fuck? No, like okay, what? <laughs> what hold on, explain <laughs> yourself, sir. No, like okay, Fred Durst is going to make make the movie be somehow about him and how the fame of being in Limp Biscuit ruined his life even uh... though he's a fucking trash human being. So there's going to be some like metaphors about him being the action hero. Hmm. Well, because John Travolta's name in the movie is Moose. So, so he's probably going to be the action hero. But okay. he's probably going to try and draw some... Pe- it's Fred fucking Durst. It's so... He is literally a shit stain on the annals of history. Wow, you're very... Uh, I, I I just liked his music. That was about it when I was a kid. That's about uh, See, I was... In the new metal genre, I was more of a Korn fan myself. I just like that he just, I, see, it was for me it was, I,
0: I found a CD case full of CDs, and his were all in there, it was uncensored, and I listened to it, and he just swore so much, and he wanted to like fucking kill people, I was like, I like this shit, <laughs> I don't know,
1: so. Have you ever watched him like try and play guitar live? No. Oh, bro, yeah, oh. It, it's bad.
0: Well, I'm kind of hoping that we'll get some, uh, I, this is really sad that this is what I'm hoping for, I'm kind of hoping we get some new Limp Bizkit music.
1: <laughs> it... <laughs> If we get a new Limp Biscuit album out of this, well, no, like that
0: he does the music for the movie. I hope that he kind of gets the band together and they do like some, you know, some music I, for them.
1: No, I really hope not. Oh, okay. I guess That's, I'm alone on that. Th- okay, fucking Jinko died out, and he needs to stay that way. <laughs> if <laughs> because the the day Limp Biscuit comes back for anything oh. is the day. That the early 2000s fashion comes back, and we don't need that. Okay, well, I guess guess I'm
0: alone on that, so. Don't uh, get me
1: wrong, that's another movie that I will pay to go see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I will pay for the RPX or fucking Dolby experience for that movie. Is it going to be good? I don't Who think fucking so. knows? What was the last thing that fucking Travolta was in? The last... Um, well,
0: let me tell you. Hold on a second. Let me. I'm, I'm right on the page. So, John Travolta was uh, most recently in... D- wasn't he in that Gaudy movie? Trading Paint. I don't even know what the fuck. It came out this year. I have no idea what that is. He was... In Speed Kills in 2018 and Gotti in 2018.
1: Yeah, so, okay, the last movie I remember hearing him in was Gotti. And it apparently was fucking terrible. Well. Even, like, John Gotti's family was like, this was the worst thing to have ever come out.
0: Perfect. So, we've got an uh, out-of-work 90s musician and a actor who's kind of hit his stride, like, d- decades ago. <laughs> perfect. All right, so um, unless there's anything else you have for news, that is, uh, that is about it for this episode. Anything you got? No? No,
1: nope, not that I can think of other than the stuff that I mentioned in between that I was catching on the right. side panels of IMDb.
0: Cool. Uh, I believe the next episode we're going to be doing is uh, me and Gabby are going to be doing Final Destination, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to uh, basically do like what we did with Scream. Kind My of go-
1: ears are so ready for that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, I I love the I, I love too, and man. hate the Final Destination series. We
0: watched the first one uh, the other day, and I rem- I just sat there remembering how much I love that one, and how I just
1: can't wait to watch all the rest of them, and then discuss how awesome they all are. Speaking so. of the Final Destination series, have you heard any more about the remake that they're trying to do?
0: No, I haven't heard anything. But I talked about that. Uh, I think episode two with everything I was excited for. No, that was with me. Oh. Oh, that's right. That was a bit of news I had. No, because like I, I remember New Line is producing it or something with New Line. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look into that and see if I can find anything for uh, next episode and keep you guys up to date because I haven't seen anything. Usually I just get all my info from Facebook and I right. just boop, boop, news, save it. So I have not seen anything, but I am really excited for that and I hope it's still a thing. Yeah, so <laughs> do I. All right. Well, on that note, guys, you can stay tuned and stay spooky.